Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Dolo and Suki. And we hit y'all to let y'all know that we have a party coming up. It's the first of many in 2019 or the first of few yes. in 2019. As we told y'all, we're working on our Kickstarter, which has 24 days left. Hint, hint. Um, nudge, nudge. Nudge, nudge. Hint, hint. Cough, cough. Um, we letting you know that this party is called Tacos, Tequila, and maybe a titty. It's not called... It is. It's called tacos and tequila. Most um, times when girls get tequila, they start showing their titties. So please make sure y'all put some lotion on y'all's before y'all come to the party. It's called tacos and tequila. <laughs> it will be held May fourth, um, May fourth, twenty nineteen. Yeah. What's the address? Two thousand Greenmount Avenue. It's gonna be a dope vibe. It's from six to nine. Yeah, yeah. I will be providing the sounds. Suki will be providing the ratchetness. I'm curating the vibes. Curating the ratchet vibes. I'm a vibe curator. There you go. <laughs> um, I will be. What is it? Ten dollars in advance, so y'all can DM us. Or, or fifteen dollars at the door. Or or on the day of. It's fifteen dollars a day of, and it's all cash app. Just to let y'all know, lastly, the money, all the proceeds is going directly into our Kickstarter. So the money that y'all cash app and us, we're not using to party or turn up is going right into the Kickstarter because we're trying to make this happen. So please, we want to see y'all May 4th, 2019 from 6 to 9. Turn up with Suki and Dolo from another black podcast. Praise the Lord. Why would you? Stay dope. (laughs) Go ahead. Racist. (laughs) So... Historically, <laughs> historically, black men have been hypersexualized in our culture. Yeah. It's been used as justification for slavery, lynching, all kinds of things. Oh, we got to protect those pure white women from those black men who can't control their sexuality, right? Mm-hmm. When in reality, it was white men that were raping black women. Black men didn't have access to white women, mm-hmm. right? But we equate virility with penis size. And so there's this myth in our culture that black men have bigger penises because we're hypersexualizing them. Mm. But it's totally not true. But if you look at Magnum, all of their marketing is towards people who are African American. Mm. Because they get more, they charge significantly more for the Magnum, they're super thick, they feel like having sex with a garbage bag. And they're not more effective. But black men, because they're insecure, because of our culture, think that this is their only option. Right. When it's just racist bullshit. Asian men are stereotyped as having small penises. Also not true. This started at the time of the Vietnam War. The the justifications that we used Mm -hmm. for invading Vietnam was that their men were too effeminate. That they needed our manly culture to man them off right and so we equate masculinity with penis size so asians are stereotyped as having small penises which is absolutely not true that's crazy penis size does not follow race that's crazy because i'm definitely (laughs) so uh um first of all asking that for a second first of all Uh having sex with somebody with a magnum on is like a trash bag (laughs) I'm dead. <laughs> we'll just go there first. And all of y'all that are pulling them out, y'all not even supposed to be having them. I think I remember when Magnums out of nowhere, they came out of nowhere to me and when I was like 16. Yeah. I started hearing it in like rap videos and shit. Um, Magnums, yeah, they were just Magnums. They're just condoms. Some of y'all don't need them though. You don't even qualify. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst. When he pull them out, I'm like, where you about to put that at? 
Now you got a whole thing in a in a shopping bag. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that what she was saying is true? And that black men are over sexualized? Yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's tons of times. I mean, it's so especially many when stories. they have on gray sweatpants. <laughs> so that's by everybody, but that, I mean specifically by, um, me. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, like you know, um, just a t- in the history, just a lot of times with a black man or a, a, a white man or kill a white woman, and the black man will get all the heat for it and get killed, lynched, or what have you, or go to serve life in jail. Yeah, and it's really just a white man that off his wife, and they blame it on a black man, right? Um, but I, I do or but, Rosewood. You know, she was having sex with that guy in the community, mm-hmm. and she said it was a, a nigga who beat her up mm-hmm. and raped her and hit her and all this other kind of crazy shit, Hell and yeah. they killed a whole community of black people, a thriving be, black community. And then Ving Rains came in. Right. Chasing yeah. around somebody who didn't exist. Yeah. That shit is crazy. Because she came out and said, I was a nigga. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's real shit that has been happening for a long time. I do think that black men are... Uh, Definitely sexualized. The thing is, like, I, you know, when I sit back and, and just as a black man, I've always wondered, do, like, white men get laid as much as black men? Um, I don't know. Like, I don't I don't have many white I, friends. I don't know. But the white ones. Adam, are, can you help us? <laughs> Why do we always go to him? He probably like, bitch. <laughs> Again. Shout out to Simmons and Moore. Simmons and Moore. Sam PC. Follow them. Um. Yeah, man, like, just to, just like, I don't, you know, like that video I sent you of, um, I wish I could have used it for a clip, but that shit was just too long. What is one, a few people, like 10 people were in a room, and you had to guess their, how many sexual partners, partners they, they had. Partners they had, based on how based they looked. Based on how they looked. And it was fucking hilarious. It was hilarious. Most of them were wrong, but as far as, like, you know, even the white guy that was there, he was like, you know, I don't, you know, I don't get sex a lot. And you even see it in the movies, you know, the white right. guy, he doesn't. 40-year-old virgin. 40-year-old virgin. Yeah, you don't see it a lot, any you know. But black men are over. Why are we over sexualized? Um, I think it's the media, um, that does this. So you I, don't think we just dope and everybody just? I want think us? we're. I think I think the black the the black man is amazing, right? Mm-hmm. But mm, I don't know. I think it's a whole lot of things, and I think it's those myths, like yeah. those little you know urban legends, like big penises and ladies. I'm here to tell you, I have seen some child's play in my life. <laughs> Want a good guy? <laughs> all the bad guys got all the big penises. And they ruin your life. Your pH balance. Your pH balance. And they getting real thrifty. They might get your fucking social security card and start opening accounts and have a little porch truck. There you go. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, like, I don't know. I mm. But then also, too, even though that this is a thing that we're acknowledging, do black men feed into that stereotype Hell of being yeah. over-sexualized? Hell yeah. Like, you know... With Hell the whole, yes. the Magnum thing was like an indicator that you was packing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then when niggas begin to unpack, you see that all they had in their bag was an apple. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else. No Nathan's hot dog anywhere. <laughs> Sriracha well, dog. <laughs> well, I um, I think that, you know, they just that. a little spring roll. <laughs> hey, nigga, we'll be back. Damn, <laughs> Hey. 
Hey, what's up, y'all? This is a... Never Black Podcast for your black girls. I am Dolo and... Suki. Uh, we are in episode... 24. 24. Uh, I am Yolanda Vega. We almost at our year mark, man. Yeah, we yo. We gotta bring back Tone and Steve. Yeah, see how they been. For anniversary. See how they been. Steve's having a baby. I saw that on Instagram. Ain't that cray-cray? I saw that on Instagram. Like, beautiful chocolate before. family. How the whole family, like, an even tone of like chocolate. Like the Huxtables. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Me. Shout out to shout out to, to Steve. I'm trying to open oh, this, shit. this bottle of champagne. Oh, I feel my eyeballs. That shit ain't opening, son. Ooh. Yo, this joint is not opening. Are you serious? It's not opening, yo. Are you serious? I'm dead ass. I'm trying to open it. You know, I always do good with the... You need, a, t- you need a towel? No, nah, I'm going to get it. Come on, keep talking. We, um... Oh, while we while we have you guys, also <laughs> remember I know y'all just heard us talking. While we about have it. you guys in the closet, <laughs> chained up on the wall. We um. Ooh. Ooh. He needs to wear Magnum. <laughs> what? That's a Magnum. <laughs> that, the rest of you niggas. Bling. Like the last episode with the. No, when they used to drop the Sprint pen on a commercial. I don't remember that. They had this pen that you used to hear hit. it. You couldn't hear it. It was like thought. a ding. Here, nigga. Some champagne. Cheers to episode 24. 24. This time, guys, I'm actually going to drink all of my champagne. Yeah, she never. Because I've been playing. Yeah, she never drinks it. She never drink. You never drink all your champagne, which is crazy. In the summer, I do. Well, we getting there. Maybe because I'm thirsty. Inner hoe and thought. uh, No, inner inner hoe unfrosting. Defrosting. I'm defrosting. I'm already. I think I'm already defrosted. I had an 80 degree day. (laughs) So I was out here like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? (laughs) All right, yo, so uh, how was your week? Oh, whoa. So, wait, we had a week off, mm-hmm. right? So, it was spring break. It was Easter. Um, I do want to address that I'm very disappointed with some of the things I saw y'all put y'all kids in. There was no effort. <laughs> <laughs> they was looking real fucked up. Right. Um, y'all were looking fucked up. Um, the duster thing, you guys are k- overkilling it. Duster? The, oh. The duster, the kimono. Oh, know? the kimono. Yeah, that's a, yeah. The girls are killing it. Yeah. Um, you know, I just, I saw about a good, like, five kids that looked halfway decent. I feel like Easter is losing its black lackluster. Well, <clears throat> I think, I, I, I totally agree with you with that, but it's because. What happened to the lace socks? Well, one, uh, fashion <laughs> happened. So, it finally My happened. My nigga, fashion over happened. Yo, I'm, I never was a fan. I didn't, when I was a kid seeing, so, in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Buffalo, my hometown. Rough buff. Rough buff. Uh, we have, we have, it's still there. It's a staple in the, in the community, black community. It's uh-huh. a, um, it's a fashion, it's a store, retail mm-hmm. store called United Men's Fashion. Um, it sounds like they got the suits with the, um, yes. with the Asian print on it. They, the dragon. Yo. The Unleash the Dragon that's print. pretty much, they got every color gator. Wow. And so I used to always say Buffalo is the South of the north sometimes <laughs> certain things and they have all the colors and i so never was cleveland but go ahead i'm not doing that <laughs> um i uh used to always like never i never wanted to shop there and i you know it's just how it you know that's where you get the lace the lace uh male socks and the any mm. any color gator like i will i wouldn't probably ever shop in there but anyway that just reminded me of it but i think what happened was uh, you know fashion change you got 
you know, churches started saying, come as you are. They started to be a thing. Well, not not come, that they didn't start it, but on Sunday, it became like the, the white hipster church where they all wear the khakis and the polo. Well, well, no, people would start started to dress down like the people that actually members of the church on Sunday. Right. They would say, OK, we're going to dress down on Sunday. And then the people that come once a year, mm-hmm. they will be dressed to the tees. So church became church started to change as far as the fashion. Right. And now you got these new age churches or churches that cater to the uh, to the millennial to you and I. Or like the Kanye West some, Church. Yeah, we need to get into that too <laughs> later on. Um, was catering to the millennials, where it's some some random white pastor with the the Bobby Brown uh, microphone, right? Um, talking the, the Tyler Perry shit. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying, talking. And he dressed down. The even even uh, it's a whole bunch of pastors. There was a dude <clears throat> on the pastor. They wear think, the blazer and the, and the wide leg jeans. Yo, looking looking That's like the he pastor be at, looking like he be at the Golden Nugget. Right. At, Somehow <laughs> now, what I want you to do is. Nice for what to these niggas? I understand. So yeah. So <laughs> how how was your most recent week, nigga? Yo, you stupid, yo. You can't stand you. I ain't shit. So okay, so prior to spring break, we had a college tour. Okay. Um, we went to all PWIs. We talked about that in our last episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we did, we did, we did. Um, spring break happened. Mm-hmm. I was recouping. Um, because yeah, I I've discovered that. Hard, nigga. I don't really think that i did that um like i was partying you your ig all you did was go out and have shots and eat i mean it's spring break see that's spring exactly break. Nigga, yo, i call her on like i call her <laughs> and i thought she had spring break still going on i had got the weeks mixed up and she was i was like you going back to work or are you on spring break she was like no sadly it's over yeah she was so hurt she I, was living was, her best life that whole spring break i really was i was like, like man fuck kids that's crazy man. yo i felt like i just got out of jail i ain't gonna hold you and the best time to get out of jail is in the summertime you went to okay? any restaurants um i did i went to a place i'm not gonna give y'all the name because y'all gonna come and ruin it mm-hmm. but i went to a nice place on the marina um is there, and had oh, some coconut shrimp is that the inner inner harbor or no harbor? so you have a, mar- it's a there's marina a marina there. somewhere i'm not gonna okay. tell you where yeah one. sorry i gotta be that black person but you know once you put the niggas on they start coming to shit y'all don't got no rhinestones that's how y'all did my nail salon and i stopped going so um yeah so what else we had uh the avengers release this oh, week oh yo did you see it Yes, and shout outs to white supremacy. It is very alive. Mm. You know, the geeky people are <laughs> quite interesting. I thought we were all one. Yo, I, so. What How you, was your I, movie experience? Let me ask you. Well, um, anybody that knows me or may not know this about me because you may not have been to the movies with me before, but mm-hmm. I am not the stereotypical person, black male, when it comes to movies or black person in the movies. Um, when I go to the movies, I don't like to sneak candy in. Well, I, I'll sneak candy in, but I don't bring, do not dare bring a bag of chips or popcorn in the in the purse. Like, I don't. In the purse? Your pop secret don't taste like that movie popcorn. I don't Mm-mm. give a fuck what you think. Like, I love popcorn. So, you that can was put all thing. the garlic powder on it. Yo, I, remember want, my ch- I remember my church did that, and I was so sad. Like, they brought it, like, we, they had huggies and purses. We didn't. Black people <laughs> do not church, want to buy snacks at the movie theater. We don't want to buy snacks at the know, movie theater the t- or at the theme park. Because the Mary. A uh, couple that was two seats down from me, mm-hmm. dumb niggas, 
was literally the whole time you heard a purse, a big, you could, you know how purses sound when they big? I'm like that deep sound. That that zzz, zzz, it was zzz, like you open up a you hear, you hear that, body bag and yeah, shit. Yeah, and then you hear like a bag. And then you hear a bag open, and then you hear another bag. So you clearly hear them open a purse. You hear them rustle the bag because for some reason they had tied it in a knot. Why not they have the up, purse they, open? Why not? Already, why not? like before the lights go out, totally open a purse. So through, for that three hours that I watched that movie, I heard these black people next to me. Shout out to my my black people. Give me the hat sauce. It wasn't that, but it was just like oh, that passing. Me. <laughs> passing <laughs> the damn candy, like mad different types of candy. Was it like a Listen, row of them? It was just two. It was hey, two. yo, how come on? Why y'all doing these long passes? You're supposed just, to do a reach over. Like, yo, he would, that, he like, would pass yeah, it. Like, put your hand in, grab thing it. Is, it's quicker to just do it quick. It's going it to it's, it's, it's sound like a lot of noise, louder. Yeah. But ju- don't be trying to do it slow. That shit is irritating me. Maybe they but were doing ASMR in the movie theater. Don't you do that because <laughs> I fucking hate that shit. So I was supposed <laughs> to go with my roommate. We were supposed to go, and he ended up uh, he going. He bluffed you? He went to the wrong fucking, he, his GPS sent him somewhere else. So it was cool. I was fine with it. So what I did so was... So y'all both saw it separate? Nah, he didn't go. Oh, he was like, tink, tink. I'm a, First of all, relax. I'm a grown-ass man. I got gray hair. I'm boo, totally... Boo. I hate when people do that because you're not... All right, me. relax. Go ahead. Thank you. Um, so... But you like titties, though. So that's pacifying. Go ahead. All right. So <laughs> anyway, I was, yo, something told me. I was like, yo, I should not... I was like, yo, I should just not... Um, I should get... Like, I'll shoot him his money back, but I should oh. not refund the ticket. And just keep it so I can have two seats. That's what I was going to do. And I was like, no, nah, that's not cool because it might be somebody that want to get it. Or I was like, you know what? Nobody going to buy that one space, my nigga. Somebody bought that one this space. This black girl sat next to me. Excuse me. I was like, I'm thinking she going to walk past me. Nope, she didn't. She sat she right like, next oh, to me. Oh, this um, E5? <laughs> this my seat. right next to me at I-10. And then I had a group of uh, young teenage caucus. From the caucus mountains. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, sitting next to me. They, I don't want to, I'm not going to ruin it for anybody. Yeah, no, we're not going to give you any spoil. And but, you know what? To speak to that real quick And that's you why go, I told you, because you spoiled please, it. You no, I did not. It for me, no, I did not. I told just told me. you I was upset. Relax. No. Relax. No, you didn't now say, you're you making up shit. Different. You said something okay, different. Okay. did you, you say? You got the listeners thinking we're crazy. <laughs> no, because right? you said something We're having a whole family <laughs> argument right now on the fucking show. <laughs> I'm just saying. This is for real, y'all. Instagram versus real life. But... Y'all, some of y'all are like really holding y'all phones up, taking pictures no, in the oh, movie theater. No, they weren't doing that. Somebody did that today on my timeline, and it's a person that I'm about to. I had them muted for like a year, and then you I took forgot them. About I like, took oh, them. Shit. Right, I said, oh, let me see what they doing, and I unmuted same them. Right, shit, same. I said, this motherfucker is a tattletaling, pulling up an old throwback Thursday with mm. your nigga ten times removed, tagging you to the pit. He one of them, the oh. messy Facebook friend. Oh, like, yeah. oh, remember this, y'all? But he took a picture of a portion of the movie that was the end. And so if you don't really know, like, what's going on, you just gave it away right there Yo, by putting up the picture. So like, ignorant. why Why would Apparently, you do that? Um, LaShawn McCoy, if anybody doesn't know who that is, he's a football player for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Nate, he actually played Philly for Philly. He is Ooh. in Buffalo now, but it's good. It's good. It's mm-hmm. the same champagne we always drink, Suki. It's By the way, different. shout out anybody that listens to us. If y'all know any alcohol or liquor vendors, please reach out to us. Seriously, not playing around. Suki mm-hmm. and Dola are really trying to do some things. Well, just me. Suki just shows up sometimes with her sunglasses on and requesting roses. To be, she's she's already a diva, guys. It's, sometimes it's hard, but it's okay. Um, but I digress, right? I, digress. I like orchids, not. But I digress. For those um, of you listening, Sean McCoy, Orchids. Um, apparently he like spoiled it for a lot of people. He's a football player, and he like I don't know if he tweeted it. I didn't do the research, 
But being from Buffalo, people are talking about it. Mm-hmm. And it was just crazy. Like, he he ruined it. Why ruined would you it. do that? I don't know, man. It's people ignorant, wanting wanting, wanting attention. And the thing but is, I will so, tell you this, so, though. So, just real quick. Go ahead. So, yeah. my, so, just to go back to the movies, if anybody knows me knows how I feel about the movies, I don't like to bring snacks. I, I like to buy my snacks if I can't afford it. Then I'm just gonna go to the movies and watch the movie, well, and I'm not gonna me. do that. No, if I can't afford to go to the movies, I'm going. If I can't afford to go to the movies, I'm going Tuesday when it's five dollars, and I'm not going. Don't ruin it. Everybody know Regal. Silencio, silencio, silencio. And I could go. That's for out in free. PG County, y'all. That's out in PG County. Okay. And I got mad, and I got mad points. Like I still, yeah. I can right now. I can go and get whatever I want at Regal. But Shout I out to Ant. He got the points. crazy AMC points too. He got AMC points. This nigga, he could he could headlock a bitch. Like <laughs> I got points here. Like <laughs> yo, you stupid. Like we can walk in front of us. We could piss on somebody in the line and go get popcorn first. <laughs> that's what he got. He got. Yo, I'm like, <laughs> whoa, whoa. Yeah, he like, no, we get in this line. I'm like, oh shit. Oh, this the piss on. This the right. piss on people. And I'd be skip like, the line yeah, I know y'all points. in the long line, but fuck you. Yeah, I'm gonna get a large popcorn. Thank you, baby. Yo, you stupid. <laughs> yo, so. Like I said, like I, I really was frustrated to see that of my luck, mm-hmm. I sat next to two people. The black girl, she was quiet until the fucking movie came on. Was she talking to it? Yo, th- t- one minute in, not even one minute, because the beginning that is fact? crazy. Oh, with no, that, th- yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. She was like, "Oh my fucking god! Oh shit! shit that shit crazy!" I'm, she, mind you, she came by herself. So Respect. it's so on my right. No, fuck Respect. you. <laughs> on the right hand, but she saw a black man next she to her. Get, she felt safe. She was. It was me. It was a, no. She was. She but I was safe. just like, oh my I god. I know you was like sis. <laughs> like yo. So it was what me. What the fuck they doing? It was me. It was. It was her. And mm-hmm. then it was a, a black couple that was that was eating mad shit out of the, the woman's purse. <laughs> and then I had the teeny boppers next had a to pot me, roast in it. like literally, like getting on my nerves and. Their 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 comments was very entitled. The things they were upset about was very entitled. What were they upset about? I can't ruin it, oh, so okay. I'll talk to you okay. about it all of here because I'm really that type of person. I don't like to fuck it. Yeah, up no, I'm, I don't like spoiling shit. You either. spoiled it for me though a little bit, so I knew it was gonna happen. I just said I cried. Why would you? Oh, all right. So, so yeah, I watched the show. I watched it. It was a good movie. I watched um, it twice in less than 24 hours. Why? Well, 1.5 times. Why? As it was told why, to why me. Why would you do that? Well, because the first time I watched it for work, and oh, you talk, you brought the, you brought the, the chillings. Yeah, we took the kids up, as a man. group, and and this your seniors, right? No, they're they well seniors and juniors. That's what's um, up, man. Some seniors, but it was mainly for the juniors, and it was so funny because they walked out and they was like, "Man, yo, I want to be a superhero now, yo." That's what's up. I was weak. It was cute. Um, but they really, really enjoyed it. Even the girls you said they, they are super. They loved. I, I did tell them that, yeah. and they was like. Shut up, niggas. A little too late, nigga. It was like, she always want to be pro-black. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Yo, you know what? And they going to remember it. I remember I told my daughter. I mm-hmm. wish I think I got it on video somewhere. I got to find it. I'm one of those dads. When I told my daughter, uh, did, I ever, uh, did I ever talk about this on the podcast? I don't know. <clears throat> one time I was, it was in the summer. Mm-hmm. She, we were in Buffalo. I don't know if she was just with me or I was living there. I don't remember. But I was, she had just got out the shower, the bath. Mm-hmm. And I was putting lotion or helping her put lotion on or whatever. And um, I was showing her how to do it. Don't get your feet. Got to get your butt. You know, all that stuff. Y'all heard that, right? Get yeah. your feet. Get she your learned that. She learned that from feet. her mama. Because a lot of y'all don't. Yeah. Ayo, get 
your feet. Get your feet, no? Yeah. <laughs> right now. Dirty feet. <laughs> they are mashed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of you bitches need some cuticle oil. <laughs> y'all need to go in the fucking kitchen, get that little extra virgin, because y'all love showing us when y'all cooking and shit. It's fucking annoying. Yo. Tell me, I'm going to squirt a little bit of this. No, squirt that shit on a cuticle of your toe because it's crunchy. Like yo. it's the grizzle so, on, a, on a flat. So, <laughs> yo, you stupid. So, <laughs> so I remember telling her, like, uh, I was like, you got to put lotion on there. She was like, why? I was like, because that's your magic. She was like, what? I was like, yeah, it's black girl magic. All black girls have it. And she looked at me and was like, with a weird face, like, nigga, what you talking about? And then she looked down at her hands and she wiggled them. Took me out. I'm Aww. never going to forget that ever in my life. Like, I put it on Facebook, like I said it, so it pops up in my memories. And it'll probably happen soon because it's, it was in the summertime because I re- remember it was hot out. So, yeah, that was it. But, yeah, go back to an, uh, superhero to and shit. Don't, no, relax. That's really sweet. That's my baby, you know. She is the cutest kid ever. No That's shade to the rest of y'all kids. I'm sorry. That's my baby. Mm. She drink water. We, uh, You know, hey. her mother makes her drink water. And I, you know, I do. I follow Shout that up. to the it. mothers that yeah. make their kids drink, drink water. Drink water and not just get juice out of the yeah, fucking refrigerator all the time. I was just at the, the park the other day. Fucking little Boosie Badass was hanging from the, the fucking monkey bars and he opened his mouth like he had snot coming out of his nose Yo. and shit. He was fresh as hell, mm-hmm. but nobody wiped his nose. Yo. And then his teeth was rotten at that the just, top. That tells you. like, listen, When the kids got the silver teeth, they bad as hell. Y'all Yo. already know. <laughs> they bad as hell. Y'all gotta understand. Like, and they make cuss. It, make your kids, just because, you got, make your kids drink water, yo. Mm-hmm. Even though y'all don't like, I got people that, I got homies that can't can't drink water at all. Oh, yeah, because you ways, get the ignorant shit. I don't like how it tastes. Yeah, there's ways around it. If you don't even like, if you like soda, pop, whatever, you like that, there's ways around it to get it. Like, it's a little hacks. Like, drink apple juice with sparkling water. But y'all need to drink water because, and it's showing in y'all skin. Mm-hmm. It's showing in y'all. Like, the white girl next to me, her, her, since she said it, her <laughs> cry breath smelled so pungent. Ooh. It bothered me. And that was another thing. It was really bad. But, yeah, make your kids drink water. I know even if y'all don't drink water, know that you're you're helping out some, a younger you. Why are you not drinking water? Some people just don't like water. That shit is really good. So for people you. are really out here eating the cooters and the booters, and they out here drinking Pepsi butt. Oh my god! Yeah, absolutely right. That is actually happening. Doesn't it feel good to pay less? <laughs> <laughs> little nasties it's so, bad enough you putting lots of hot sauce and ketchup on everything or for our, our dc listeners the mumbo, mumbo sauce. sauce yo you ever have mumbo sauce? it's motherfucking i love it banging. i love it i love but it. yeah like i mean drink some i love me a good triple mix or a half and half or uptown if you're from but, jersey whatever but that's I, what they call it in jersey yeah it's a half, that's or, a half. or arnold palmer in the arnold, south yeah 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 arnold yeah, yeah. palmer um, that's crazy how it's just like it's different everywhere it, you but go. But the thing is, people think that it's, it started somewhere. I mean, it did, but at the yeah, end of the day, it started in your grandma and them house. Yeah. It was not enough tea, not enough lemonade. So we was like, we just gonna put this shit together Make and pray happen. for the best. Yeah. The problem is, is that a lot of y'all was watching Full House where niggas was drinking milk for dinner, which is so disgusting to me. Do you believe every great movie starts with milk? You ever heard that saying? Ooh. You ever you ever heard that saying? That sounds like a Pornhub thing or something. It's not. Milk. It's uh think of some of the best movies. Some of like so just I'll give you a little homework. Anybody that's in the movies, mm-hmm. 
great movies started in the beginning with milk and any movies that happen in early 2000s or even now 2000. they're playing a montage even in the 90s they're mm. giving a montage i was gonna say in the 90s because not milk, a montage they're giving a in um, the 80s probably too clockwork orange started with milk yeah um and glorious bastards started with started milk. with milk um and that was a dope scene fucking amazing that was it, the detention in it it was it was Ooh. crazy Cause I was like, what other? It was they a, under the it ground. Was some other movies that started with milk. Oh my goodness, I know a lot of them too. Cause I'm a movie buff, and I just can't remember because the champagne and kicked in, Ooh. and of course I ain't eat again. Um, I did have some uh, some uh, some Regal bought nachos. Did they pour the um, Tostitos in a thing, or it was gave in a you bag. a bag? They gave me a bag. I saw that yesterday. I, I didn't like it that. Up and poured it. I didn't like that. It's the same amount. Nah, it's not even that. It's like I like the nachos that was yellow and it was a circle yeah that's and the same. you just you dip. like the old school yeah and then when they asked when they back in the day used to say can i have extra cheese and they just put it put all, it all they don't do that shit no more but no and but it's a, it's a give and take amc mm-hmm. does both um bagged and no it's it's like sealed mm-hmm. and they got like a sealed nacho cheese like pudding oh but at least I know Regal, they still keep their um, natural cheese. It's still in a pumper thing. thing. Yeah, where it's hot. Yeah, it's hot. Yeah. But they give you a bag of Toshitos that's warm. Yeah. I just, take, just, I just open it up because I'm understanding of people around me. Right. So, But when I buy them in front of the person, I open my bag up and pour it in the thing and throw the bag out because I don't like to make noise. Right. I'm really that one of those people. If so I'm you ta- would survive a quiet place. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. I got those one of those type of, uh, you know, I'm a Leo. I could be. Somebody called me um, Michael Clayton. What movie was that? Michael Clayton. Yeah. Michael. Keaton. Somebody called me Dexter before. Oh shit! Because of my personality. Dead. You do have like. Crazy One time things. I was at the bar and I was like uh, putting like things. It was like. Who do you think? Well, this is such a sidebar, but mm-hmm. like, who do you think out of the signs have the craziest OCD? Judging off my friends. Mm-hmm. It depends, man, because I don't think it has anything to do with signs. I think it has to do with their, like... It does. Really? Yeah. Because all of us are not organized. Some of us who are airy and free, our lives reflect that around it, where everything is just airy as fuck. That, I, don't, I don't believe that, though. I believe that Leos are very um, organized. But my desk at work is wild. And they say that's signs of a creative person. Well, yeah. Or a person that, like, has lost your food stamp paperwork. <laughs> so it'll be another six to eight months. <laughs> I mean, hey. I'm just saying, like. Shout I, out to know, the state works. Yo. Yo, <laughs> all right. So the real back end, the movie was good. So mm-hmm. recommend everybody to see that movie. And also and go to the place that has fucking reserved seating, okay? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Um, the first place I went to did not have reserved seating. And, of course, white privilege reared its ugly head. Always and does, doesn't it? Despite my belongings being all throughout the row right there Yo, what on do you, a chair. What do you think? I know we're trying to get through this, yeah. this movie thing, but what do you think that we can do? Like, what is the one thing that we can do to let them understand what white privilege is? I, I don't think they care. They don't They don't care to make a change. I never told you this. I haven't told a lot of people this. So mm-hmm. a long, not a long time ago, in 20. 15 when mm-hmm. i moved back here and i was working for myself so late 20 uh, august of 2015 it was around my birthday when i moved back until damn all the 20 most of 2016 i lived with a white woman that was i rented a room 
Oh. I didn't live with her. It wasn't like we were. I was like, no, nigga, no, relax. Relax, all the way relax. Look, I'm sure they probably listening like. like, That shit got weird, right? Yo, I got mad. I did, I I, I prefaced that all wrong. I totally apologize. I live with a white woman. (laughs) No, she was, um, she she was from Buffalo, New York. Uh And somebody I knew. Was like, yo, I know you can, you can stay there, or whatever. You trying to get back, you, you know, get a place right. to stay, or whatever. Anyway, so I rented a room and it was cool. It was no issues or anything. Right. She did have cat. Ew. Yeah. So I never cooked in there. I always bought all my food. Mm. Everything was makeshift that I could just microwave or whatever. Or I brought a plate from somebody's house. Um, but I found out she was a Trump supporter. Ooh. Mid like. When did when did when when did the thing start? When he was he elected? What year was that? Fourteen. Twenty twenty is happening. Twenty so twenty twenty was a race. It's four years 15. from twenty three. Four years from that twenty six. Sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. So twenty fifteen. Yeah yeah yeah. So yeah. So she I didn't know at all. Like she was a Trump supporter. She and when it, things started getting big, she started mentioning all this. And things started lining up because when we, when I first, when she offered me an opportunity to stay there and, you know, pay rent, obviously, she was like, well, before you come, before you move in, I want to, I want to just meet you and just sit down and talk. You know, obviously she didn't want any just random person like standing in her house. So that made sense. So we were speaking and the red flag went off and you know how it always happens. We don't notice a red flag until, until, you know, the nigga got a knife to your throat, whatever. Mm. But she's a teacher. She's retired now. She's a teacher. She taught in guess what county? PG oh. PG County. Oh, so PG County is a very affluent pro- black neighborhood. Black, not all part of PG County. Yeah. PG is just to let you know you're totally wrong. If you think don't all let of, them tell it. <laughs> not all. Not all. Not all of PG County is uh PG. First of all, PG County is the biggest county in the state of Maryland. It so is. it it goes from. Uh, very nice Ville to oh my God, what's going on? So I said that to say she was she was taught Shout a lot of black Shout out to Ken Zoo. <laughs> you funny. Hey. But you know anyway. So <laughs> don't worry about that. So <laughs> don't you, worry about you that. Funny. <laughs> so it was it was she was a teacher and I just remember her talking, like when we we're talking, whatever, I told her I had a daughter and you know, and she lives in Buffalo. Or no, she lit at the time though no, she lived she lived here and you know Bang, I'm back because I just want to be around my daughter. Like, you know, and we were talking about it. And long story short, uh, she started talking about kids and her kids she she goes to school with or she works with. And mm-hmm. pretty, pretty much they have to speak American in a nutshell. Huh? So she, the kids need to speak American. So she was like, she doesn't. I don't really remember word for word, but I'm not, and I'm not trying to clean it up, guys. I don't want y'all to think that. I just don't remember word for word what happened, um, of, of all what? that happened. But she pretty much it led to her saying, "Yeah, because if it's a kid that's a Spanish-speaking kid, I don't listen to them when they ask me a question. I make them repeat speak themselves, English. speak English. And in her mind, I'm truly, I truly think she thought that was okay. teaching them something and okay. So let's bring it all back, and I say, do you think? You know, as far as this entitlement, like, do you think, like, what is it that you think that we can do seriously to talk to white people, even if we can talk to our collective friends that are, well, most of the people, most of us that have friends that they they get it, but hey, if, we were to, 
Yeah, right, right. That's um, it. And shout out to no, I got my homeboy Patrick. Oh yeah, Patrick. You, met, well, you know, you never met Patrick. No. Is, my homeboy Is he Pat. like Paul Wall White or nah, Matthew McConaughey he's White? Paul Walker. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, so Patrick, where you at? Is he married? Nah, he not. All the black girls love him. He Damn. He, 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 he just he mad chill. Don't do that to so my So he like boy. rabbit. I really want him to come to the joint. I'm rabbit? Like, Hell nah. Oh. From from from, from eight miles? Because I was about to say it's a no for me. Cause. Nah, nigga. Oh, so he like Paul Walker. Paul, Paul, Paul Walker. Wall. I mean, Paul Walker wasn't. I said Paul Wall. I, I said, said Paul Walker. Okay, relax. You can't. No, can. no, no. But Paul Walker didn't play rabbit in eight miles. I know, but I said, is he like rabbit? Because you got to get real details about people's white friends. No, okay. So Paul Walker starting with Fast and Furious. Oh, I thought it was like she's all that, Paul Walker. Nah, no, no, no. Because he was not the. Nah, nah. No, Fast and Furious, and as it okay. progressed as well. Okay, that's my home. He life. was he was fine. I like Paul Walker and Running Scared. He was fine as fuck to me. That too. Yeah. Like yo, like my man Pat. Like he 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 understands. He get it. He know he white. He and just, I respect and he people he like he that. Like I get black. it. He just yeah, just be white. And he and that's cool. I'm totally and, okay and I, with that. And I, like I will go out with him in a minute. Like we go out party, have drinks. But that's that's mm-hmm. my brother. Like I'm I cool like with that. Him. I like and that. And my man Adam. And uh, it's another Adam in Buffalo. He's a heavy weed kind of story. He Look, actually I finished my glass. Good for you. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, Suki, let's get back on subject because I know we've been like going okay. On. Also, but what do you no, last, but no seriously? Like, what? what do you think that we can do to to, to custom the fuck out? Okay. Because obviously, that's the only way. When I told Mister Rogers and his wife that you oh, know, they tried to take your seat. In that the took my theater? seat. I said, "Hey, um, we're sitting right here." He immediately became so perplexed and was like, "They're trying to take the whole row." As if this was like well, microaggression. It, it, like I'm taking a whole row, bro. Like I, I have four seats. It's it's four seats, bro. It's like they're taking a whole and they yeah. And, they're and taking and then one like, thing white people, shit, the white though, people that do listen that maybe stumble onto us, we don't right. like when you say they, their, who the them, fuck? Like, who was them? Like because you know we automatically um, relate that to the n word. Yeah, us niggas, when you say they to me, that's niggas. Reparations. And Black it's time Panthers. for you to get punched in the face. Exactly. Straight like that. Yo, it's a video going on right now. Um, I just saw it like uh, it was. And Straight somebody, like that. And the internet, of course, somebody did a video, a dub over it. Mm-hmm. With a, a black, a white dude was at a black restaurant going off. And it was funny at first. The person was recording. He was like, all I did, wanted to do was get some motherfucking food. Y'all fucking around. It was in the South or something. Everybody laughing. He was like. No, but it wasn't. But he was talking like everybody. He was like, y'all almost ran me the fuck over. I was just trying to get something to eat. And it was everything was funny. He was like, then he said, y'all niggas, everybody in the restaurant got up and whipped his ass. <laughs> Every single person. Because like, why? Like, one, because why did you think that was okay? Yo, that's one thing we were reunite. Yo, honestly, if we were to just, if we can have that same energy for so many things, we would be so much stronger. Yeah. Like that same anger. If we learn how to turn that anger, yeah. that nigga anger, into like you know voting and like school, don't, into don't like that guy right loving now. your child, we get it, we get it. Like, but sometimes I'm 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 loving on everybody. I even got the community kids out here with me. I'm gonna need you to get the fuck up out of my seat. Yeah, I absolutely. don't understand how you sit in somebody's seat, seeing that all of their belongings are right there, yeah. and you move somebody's shit over to the next seat and like set your ass right there. Yeah, you was about to, and then told your man's and them like, yeah, come right here, right. come right here. We gonna sit right like here. Like he was invisible, my nigga, and I was standing right there, right. And as a woman, first, I felt disrespected because this nasty old funky ass white man with his dockers on 
probably stain repellent, the ones that you drop the liquor, the liquid on it, and it just repels off. That's oh, what yeah. it looked like I he had, had a pair one. Of those a minute ago. But like he was so nasty about it too, and then it turned into they're holding the whole row. So I was just like, all right, bro. Like now we're holding the whole row. Um, but that crowd for the first showing was very interactive. They laughed a lot. There were people that were dressed up. Really? Um, yeah. Because well, you went because you went the opening night at six o'clock. No, it was yesterday at six o'clock. A.M. A P.M. What's today? Friday. Today's Friday. So you went yesterday? Yeah. That's opening day. Oh, I thought so it was like a premiere. Thursday night. is opening. Oh, because they said it like it was premiere like tomorrow's opening night. Like Yo, the, the, I, I'm going based on what you went at six PM yesterday. Yo, the five PM is when they start started okay, showing movies. My bad. All no, right. so you, you know, were with fanboys. So yeah. you had a probably a better experience than I did. It was so dope. The first group was really amazing. The second group was um our people. Um and so I had one young man on the right of me trying to break shit down to his girlfriend but he did the like sit up get in her face like yeah so like every time something happened he was like a fucking superhero translator Uh um then i had one lady on one side of me breathing real hard yo Um, the one girl next to me she had allergies or something the black girl after she stopped she i think she got the hint because i kept doing i was letting air out oh you're irky yo nah it was just kind of she was like yo come on man like listen like don't do that I think when I went to go see Pet Cemetery, that was you when saw I had. Pet Cemetery? Yeah. How was that? It was not good. I mean, really? Yeah. Ant would probably beg well, to they differ, doing a, they but doing it, exact, I didn't like it. I think they it was like the, in all literal terms that was an actual remake. They just really changed it up and just made they the boy it. a girl. Yeah, because in the in the original, um, you know that Gage actually is killed. Don't um, tell but, me. I want to see. Yeah, it, if it I'm not gonna. I'm, okay, so I'm not gonna go into too much detail, but I mean, it's worth the the peak. Um, I'm waiting for it to come up on so I can online stream it. Yeah, I didn't like it. I wasn't happy because I am a horror film fanatic, if you don't know that about me. And some things I just feel like I get what y'all were trying to do, like make Uh it your own. But nah, I wasn't feeling it. Like not at all. At all. It ruined my childhood for two seconds. Well, how do you. Okay. How do you feel about this new. Chucky joint. Yo, you know what? I'm going to still go see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, yo, honestly, I don't think our listeners are really big movie buffs because they was not fucking with our... That episode was the episode 12, the Halloween episode? Yeah. I think that had the less listening... That was the our, maybe I don't know I don't no, know what you, the, I don't know no. what you guys are into unprotected sex and child support I'm not sure but let me know you know keep me posted get at me <laughs> Sunday service at Coachella or whatever speaking of pet cemetery today mm-hmm. there was a cat in my fucking house how a cat get in your fucking house so Brian um and for those of you who don't know Brian and I we live together. Um, and he and he been on a show like at least three times. At least right? three times, yeah. He's a fan favorite. Um, he was actually the gentleman that told you young ladies to fix your wig straps. Um, oh yeah, he was going. Yeah, he yeah. was going. So in get on that. top of that because some of you are still slipping. I saw you on <laughs> Easter, baby, <laughs> and God was not pleased. <laughs> but anywho, so Brian goes to walk out the door to go to work, and when he leaves out, he said when he opened the apartment door, a cat ran in to our apartment. Like, oh, thank God, y'all was. Yeah. Here. I was waiting outside. Like, bitches cold out there <laughs> <laughs> and the bitch ran and went into my bedroom brian had to get the cat out of my room when she got out the room she think, went under here was- i don't know she went under here and was like 
like going crazy, right? Mm-hmm. So, and I'm gonna get to that because I know what you're saying. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm about to get to that okay. because All I right. got something for you. Okay. You're gonna be like, what? Okay. Like, All right. Come so on. she was under the thing here. Then she went under the bookshelf over here. Like she was all over the place. So, um, of course, I went into the group chat. Um, shout outs to the unfriendly black hotties. I went into the group chat and I was like, yo, I need niggas to answer the group FaceTime. If you're available, like, please answer. Mm-hmm. So when I called the group FaceTime, Desiree and Aunt picked up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Shout yo. Shout out to Desiree, Des and Aunt. Right. Um, I was like, yo, there's a fucking cat in the house. Luckily, Des, who also lives downstairs from us, um, was home. Her ass proceeds to think that she's fucking Jack Hanna and comes upstairs <laughs> and comes to get the cat. The funniest shit that Des did on FaceTime, like, an aunt hyped it up, though, as being funny as hell. But when she came through the door, you heard the door open like, Ear. right, right. And so Des is like, where is he? Oh, Show shit. me where he is. <laughs> <laughs> and I was on FaceTime. I just came out the dentist. Uh-huh. So I'm on mouth all sore, like, and I'm looking like. I'm looking in the FaceTime. I don't see anything. So I'm like, what? I hear the cat going around. Like, you know, going off. Long story short, um, the landlord comes in and, like, puts the cat in a bag or whatever. And, you know, white people, y'all love animals. Y'all don't give a fuck about black people, but y'all will coax the animal out of a bookshelf. Like, I hear the white lady in the background. It's okay. It's That's okay. Weird, yeah. Baby, baby, you're scared. Why do you like cats so much? You're scared. But, like, they like animals, period. Why like, like animals? Just, Why weird. is that? It's weird as fuck to me. I don't we know. We had animals in Africa. Why? I mean, yeah, I get it. You know, you know what? Why? You know Why? Cause just think about it in the black neighborhood. Mm-hmm. What 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 do we have most of the time in black neighborhood? Pit bulls. And what do they do? Run after you, or you had that friend that'd be like, "No, he good. He good." And that dog looking and at you like, like Nigga, <laughs> "You looking at me like that?" Right. Yo, I got chased by so many dogs. I got chased by a Dalmatian. Yeah, I got chased by a fucking golden retriever. Talk nigga. about suburban living. Yo, Jesus pretty much, Christ. You know what? I think I really think that dog was just to nigga hate dogs. Nigga, it's nigga, nigga dogs, yeah. yo. Because, yo, <laughs> you, a Dalmatian and right. a golden retriever. We got chased by 101 Dalmatians and the fucking the dog from Full House. Yeah. And Duke was going to kill me, I felt. Duke, that was the, the name Dalmatian of the dog. dog. I can confess to it now because I'm an adult, but <laughs> I hit that dog with my bike um, because what? I was scared. He would not back down. So I don't know if he had the 28 days later or like what the fuck was going on with him. But I Yo. was shook. I was shook. Um, but yeah, they got the cat out of here. You know, they did their little, you know, white dance into the woods. Come back to me, kitty, 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 kitty. kitty. Right. And crazy thing is the cat belongs to my white neighbors who um, were locked out of our apartment, one, out of downstairs, their apartment one time downstairs. Right. And now they don't speak to us anymore. And when they were locked out that night, they came in here, had a cup of tea. One I had remember, a glass of I was wine. Here. Yeah, you were here. Right. These bitches don't even speak. One night, Brian was coming upstairs um, into the apartment building, and these bitches acted like he was Michael Myers. Like, wow. And they were like, oh, like, because I think that y'all live amongst us, and you don't really get to know us. But you'll use it. You'll use us when it's convenient. Because out of all oh, the people, life. all the I mean, and I understand of that. All don't, the people don't, that was in this building, you came and knocked on my door. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And then to try to be all like y'all don't speak or like say anything to us anymore. Like, bitch, you was in my house for like a whole hour and a half. Yo, mad long. Mad long. Prior to you pulling up, right. b- Before we went to Benny's party. Yeah. So I yeah, and I mean, I was being nice. You know, like you know, are you hungry? Are y'all good? Like, you know what I'm saying? I called the landlord for them. Like all of that stuff because they ain't had no keys, no phone, no nothing. Right. Dingy assholes. So 
whatever i digress but it was their cat so we got the cat out um but i went to the nail salon and i think when i walked in they could tell that i was like flustered a little bit and um one of the older ladies that were kind of on the same schedule for um going in there she was like what's wrong you know and i told her you know there was a cat in the apartment and mm-hmm. she was like oh you know is there a baby in there and i was like nah like there's no baby in there and um cats. then she was like um did you have like food or something you know were y'all feeding them before or whatever like that and it's crazy because aunt mentioned that too he was like you know if somebody kept feeding the cat in the building you know because this was before we confirmed that it belonged to the neighbors so um he was like you know if somebody's been feeding the cat that could be why he's coming back too you know what i mean but the cat lives all the way on the first floor he ran in here Mm -hmm. like came in here like he was supposed to be in here right 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 and didn't want to leave like didn't want to get out like didn't want to go nowhere he wanted to stay Mm -hmm. um so then um the lady asked about like spirits and ghosts and shit like that yep so you know i guess you already know what i thought yeah so i was just like hmm you know did my grandma call the cat in here yeah i don't know does she like cats no. She didn't. She had a Pomeranian, though. <laughs> and her name was Baby. I was thinking maybe that was, like, kind of her doing that. You think so? Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. I don't know. But just, like, ran in here, though. And it was, like, it was like Brian has it on his Insta story. Yo, I got to follow Brian. Brian only, he used to tell him, get the goddamn speakers out. Right. The, the dining room looks totally different without him here, though. We just want to tell you that. Whatever. So, um, but yeah, that that's my little week. So you my, know. I'm, I'm, my week was cool. Didn't do much or nothing. Um, we gonna be right back after we cut to a short break because we gotta plug mad shit. So much going on because y'all. Right. All right, we be back. Hey, what's going on? This is Adam Simmons from the Simmons and Moore Podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Bobby Moore from the Simmons and Moore Podcast, and you are listening to another Black Podcast. Starring Suki, the New Jersey legend. <laughs> and Dolo, the DJ, right? Is he, he is the DJ? Shout out to Dolo, man. Uh, yeah, Suki's a Jersey legend, man. Out living in Maryland right now, so they're doing their thing. So from Jersey to Maryland, we love you guys. That's right. Go listen to them. Suki got the best hair. Good enough to sniff. You know what? She'll snatch your fucking wig. <laughs> Believe that. Keep your fucking receipts, bitch. We out here. 27 rings. Ah, ah, ah. Hashtag Sam PC. Hey, what's up, y'all? We back. Shout out to Simmons and More Podcast for giving us that dope-ass drop. If y'all like any type of podcast, they got a podcast for you. Yeah. Um, Suki, them Suki's people from Jersey. Hey, Adam. Hey, Rob. Suki's a little under the weather right now. By under the weather, I mean she... I had too much champagne. champagne. There it is. <laughs> um, but we back, y'all. Um, so, yeah, let's get back into it. Yo, did you uh did you watch the Beyonce joint? Hell yeah, nigga, I watched that shit like eight hundred fifty eleven times. How was it? Good as fuck. Really, I didn't watch. Yeah, it. Yeah, um, Beyonce really knows the key to be skinny, and that's eat nothing, eat air. She talked about her diet on there. Or something? Yeah, that she um no alcohol, no starch, no carbs, no sugar, no nothing. Um, because when she had given birth, she was two hundred and eighteen pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, she also had um complications, high risk. Um, diabetes, preclampsia, yeah, like a lot of stuff yeah. going on. 
Um, and it's really the food that's given to us, really. Right. And the food that we eat, too. I mean, right. It's given to us, but it's up to us to take it. Um, <laughs> One of the baby's heart had stopped beating at one point. It was oh, a wow. lot. Um, So when she Black had... Black woman shit. Uh, right. So when she had um given birth or whatever, I really appreciate that she put that part in there because, you know, sometimes we think celebrities are like, un, like superheroes, um, yeah. you know, like... Yeah, yeah. And she experienced stuff, I'm sure, that a, lo- a lot of money other mothers... Change. Right. Money can't... Ch- look... A lot of people need to understand that money might change your circumstance, but, you know, not always your situations, if that makes sense. That's like, it, it's going to be what it's going to be. Yep. You will experience heartache just like the poor person. Yep. Um, so she talked about when she returned back um, that, and I mean, this at this point, if you haven't seen it, I mean, it's been out for a minute. Yeah, and it's on Netflix. Yeah, so yeah, get somebody's password. You can literally probably watch it on YouTube. All right. I didn't watch it, though. But. Um. But she talked about returning and she said she felt like her body would never be the same, that she thought she could never get back to where she was. Um, And she did look big. Like when she came back, not big, but like she looked bigger than what we know her to be. Uh Um, So they show footage of her coming back, trying to learn the choreography and all of that stuff like that. And she was challenged a little bit. It Uh didn't come as easy as it used to. Mm -hmm. So she always had wondered, like, would she come back to her normal self and, um, prioritizing family over this homecoming preparation thing. Right. Um, I really do appreciate it for putting HBCUs on the map. So as a yeah. proud HBCU grad. Like, Not a grad, but an attendee. Yeah, it did warm it. my heart. So shout outs to all the HBCU grads. Yup. I guess which leads me into my next thing, Howard versus the white people of D.C. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yo, you got that clip? Do you, mm. Can you pull it up? If yeah, you can pull I actually it up, that'd do. be dope. So if... Anybody doesn't know about a week ago. About um, a week ago. Um, gentrification. Okay, let, let's let's has reared it with its this. ugly head. Well, but before that, yes, yeah. that's pretty much that what it is. Um, there's an article that came out a few weeks ago that DC of all the, even though DC is a district of all the places in the states of in the United States, uh, DC has the fastest moving uh, gentrification gentrification. Uh, I don't know, model or whatever. Right. It's it's rapid there. It's heavy. As a person that lives closer to D.C. than I do to Baltimore, I got caught up in it a lot of times. I, I've seen it. I've witnessed it. I've threatened people. I've, it is what it is. Right. And it ain't cool. Um, coming from where I'm from and then coming here to wanting to be around black people, mm-hmm. wanting to be around seeing something, a place called uh, Chocolate City. And, like, now it's not really Chocolate City because it's – it's hard for chocolate to afford it out there. Yeah. It's really bad. Yeah. Even though it's not popping up on, under, the, like, the top places, um, how much you have to live based on salary mm-hmm. out there, D.C. is still very expensive. And, um, yeah, it's crazy. Do you got right. it? Right. Yes, I do have the clip. Okay. And so um, I guess let me give you a little bit of backstory. It's like a 50-second clip, and it just kind of talks about how um, residents in the neighborhood – um, who are walking their dogs on Howard University, uh, Howard University's campus, which is a HBCU. Um, and I'm going to just take it from here and let y'all, you know, get all into this if you have not already. And we actually did post this on our Insta story, too, last week. The university is silent so far about its official stance, but students have plenty to say, accusing neighboring residents of using the yard, which is the heartbeat of Howard University's campus, as an outdoor gym or a place to walk their dog. The yard is for the students, and 
although everyone loves pets, I feel like it's disrespectful to have the pets just running around, especially when there are several parks around here. If they come on the yard and they're just walking through, I don't necessarily have a problem with that, but I still feel like there are other ways to get around D.C. without having to cut through a college campus. They're in part of D.C., so they have to work within D.C. If they don't want to be within D.C., then move the campus. I think we need to work together. And I don't think it should be a he or he or there here. It's our community, and that's how it should be. Again, okay, okay. Sean grabs Robichaud, <laughs> and if you found his Instagram, which I did last week, which is now gone, um, or deleted, or what I don't know what he did, but um, he had some very interesting pictures. If you want to see the footage, I have it. You can DM me, and I'll send it to you. Wow. Um, but. It's just interesting to me, again, that people come into these areas Mm -hmm. and they're automatically, y'all can move the campus. Like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? That is the, that literally right there just shows you what gentrification is and and the entitlement that white people have. Um, The fact that you think you can come somewhere be there for six months, year. Man, I don't care if even if it's five years. Right. You've been paying rent, or you bought a, a brownstone that was just re remodeled, and you bought it for one point five or whatever. You live there now, but to think that you can come in and change the history of something that has been there before, when your ancestor was still calling us niggas uh, in in person mm-hmm. in front of us, because mm-hmm. you ain't gonna do that shit now. If y'all do, you know what happened. <laughs> but to see that. It's really frustrating, and the entitlement is, is just is it's out terrible. of this world. It's, it's sickening. It's toxic. I can't explain the feeling that I get inside when I see a person react to a certain react a certain way based on how they something that they learn from a family that's been passed on. Right. Um, and I just want to be clear that. HBCUs were created because black people were not accepted nor allowed into white spaces. Right. There, that is so, the, the irony in the whole situation. So like, now you're telling us to You leave. can move the campus. Because sir. This is, we were here because y'all didn't want us. Right. Your ancestors, your, the people that look more so like you, want us to move. That right. is entitlement. Brother. And they claim they that can. even though Howard is a private college... Um, the gentrifying locals want to claim the yard and every other speck of DC's greenery as part of their community. I mean that that's what they want to do. Um, it's just this is this is a this is a community issue. Like and it's tensions that have been growing for quite some time where this got a lot of media coverage. I don't know if yeah. you've seen it or not. They're probably um, not outside of here or something. Right. Of, you know. I mean, but it, it's gotten a lot if you follow um like the shade room or yeah. is media takeout still a thing? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They but started it, having mad porn viruses. Right. But if you follow, <laughs> you know, some of the typical blog sites, they were talking about it a lot. And so I just feel like, you know, D.C. has had, um, according to a recent study, they've experienced the highest intensity of gentrification of any city in the nation between 2000 and 2013. So what this means is neighborhoods that were once predominantly black have become increasingly white and more expensive to live in. And the neighborhood around Howard is no exception. Um, 
So it definitely is. I've, um, yeah. Now I, the yard has been littered with jogging pedestrians and nonchalant dog walkers. Um, and they're aware that these people are the same people who have driven up the surrounding property value to the point where most students who live off campus have no choice but to find apartments in neighboring states because we cannot afford to live adjacent to where we take classes. And that's fucking insane. Yeah. That's that's insane. And that's how um, and it shouldn't be like. And that. they picnic under their trees that are dedicated to their historic Greek letter organization. Yo, I was about to say, yo, imagine y'all being are a disrespectful. Greek, they don't even bruh. understand. They don't understand. They don't, imagine, like imagine being like you did all that work. You did what you needed to do to cross those sands, and you walk out to meet with your peoples. Like, yo, yo, yeah, text you. Okay, yeah, I'll meet you out there. Whatever. And Billy and his and fucking Billy wife are under the tree having, having wine a and cheese from Harris Teeter. Get the fuck, like. That shit is wild, yo. Ooh. That shit is wild. They just don't And they had their it. kids playing out there and everything. Like, this is and a school, And it's something yo. that's learned. Because the kids is innocent. Right. Like, kids, that is innocent. Like, but those two people is ignorant. And so, like, how I think I would address it if I was in a situation like that. Like, yo, you need to, like... I think... I think that... It's all ignorant. And I mean that by the literal term, people really just don't know. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to when you kick back at me, I'm telling you, I'm trying to put you on the game like, yo, you shouldn't do this because of this. And you kick back at me like, no, well, then you should leave. And then that's when y'all smack you in the mouth. Like, I just don't I just don't get it. I think that's I just think that was the epitome of privilege. That comment like epitome, y'all could y'all could pick up the campus and y'all can go. Sis, y'all can sis. Sis. How long you been here? Sis. You're not from D.C. She probably you are just not came, from D.C. She probably just came in on a train for some black dick. Because, you know, yes. the, the oh, white gays a- love a black dick, honey. Okay? <laughs> let's just let's just be all the way clear. the white gays? The white gays love the black dick, hold okay? On, hold on. Put me on a, what's your, what's your Let name? me put you on some game. So, these motherfuckers be uh, perusing the black gay bars, uh-huh. over-sexualizing uh-huh. the black gay men to pimp them out, sex wow. them up, do all types of crazy shit because they into that. If yeah, you've ever seen the movie The that. Paper Boys um, with Matthew McConaughey. Talking, and, no, you were talking about that off air, I think. Right. So pretty much, um, the. I mean, I don't know if you're going to check it out or not. No, but they need to check it out. Yeah, I think you should check Tell it out because it out. that was, there was a bigger key element to the movie, but that was just one little like sub piece in there uh-huh. about some of the things that white males were doing um, at a time of segregation um, with black men um, in the in the in the in the gay world. Wow. So I don't want to I don't want to give it away. Um, but when I had watched the movie, I was watching it. I remember with my boyfriend at the time, and I had said to him, I was like, "Yo, I think that he's gay." Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, nah, yo, you think everybody gay, you know what I'm saying? But I'm like, nah, like, I think him and his dude are together. Right. You know what I'm saying? I gotta watch it. It's so, called Paperboy? Yeah. So I don't want to get to the part where it's like the climax where you witness some right, really right, strange. Right, right, I don't know. Right. I'm just saying where you witness some interesting things. But everybody should check out that movie. Um, It didn't get a lot of press or anything like that. I don't even Matthew know. McConaughey. Yes. Um, and Nicole Kidman, I believe, is in it. Really? And Kevin Spacey, I think, is in really? it, too. Well, I want to okay. say I think he is, too. Um, he, he would be right. Yeah. Um, so definitely. Oh, and Macy Gray is in it as well. So please check out the Paper Boys. It's really good. Wow. It should still be on Netflix. I think it was on Netflix as well. I originally saw it in the Red Box. Um, full disclosure, I ain't had cable since I left my mama house. Hey, I cut the um, cord in twenty twelve. Yeah, and that's why you get you a nigga that's stable. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he got a little bit of cable when the playoffs is on. You go over there and rest your head. You can use Sling TV though. Sling TV and watch I'm, the playoffs. I already got Hulu. I got a lot of subscriptions. You can 
can really get that. You really don't need. Hulu I got a lot of subscriptions. You don't need all those joints. I only uh, put Swing back my TV HBO subscription when uh, Issa's popping. And I speaking of which, wait. you know Shaking we don't get thrones. insecure till 2020 now, right? She, yeah, because she's got a lot of things going on. Yeah, so I cool. just want to put that out there. That's, I mean, I'm fine with that. I'm cool with it. Um, what else? What did you have? Uh, shit, I don't know. I, I don't forgot about well, my while, stuff. Well, while you're looking oh, up your stuff. I got one. I, okay. I'm talk about one thing, you know. Go ahead. You know, I don't talk to all this. Thing. Hold I have I have two good ones. So, so apparently mm-hmm. in uh, 2018, Coach, that was me, my fault. <laughs> it wasn't the cat. It was like, so, um, in 2018, we were, we know Coachella as what? We, we know Coachella as what? It, I was that was a question. It wasn't rhetorical. No, but I'm saying, saying you know what you, you weren't paying attention. No, school. you said you we know with the, the student joint. In 2018, we know Coachella as Baychella, right? Was that B 20, B Bay? Yeah. Is it B it's or B. Bay? It's is B Baychella. Yeah, it's B. It's gonna be like Baychella. No, because of the Baychella. Baychella sounds I mean, like a good ass wine. If it's just a Cabernet, why you would say B? It's B. It was B E Y. But if you say if you say I'm just saying if it's singular by itself, it would be. I think we're getting too technical right now, uh, but I mean I get what you're saying. Anyway, though. so it was Baychella, but in 2019, <laughs> it's Herchella. Um, so apparently herpes report skyrocketed around Coachella this past uh, this past few weeks. Um, if anybody know what Coachella is, Coachella is pretty much at a festival that has been going on for a very long time. It is one of the first festivals that got us to wanting to go to Broccoli City Fest, which has been canceled today. Shout out um, to y'all out in the rain. And the something one, in the water is this weekend tomorrow. Tomorrow is it raining tomorrow? I don't know. Let me check. Because I'm curious, and shout outs to um, it's the sand gallery. Yeah, shout outs to the sand gallery. Um, getting a spot at um, something in the water. Really, Mini Hip Hop Museum will be out in the dope. building. So shout outs to Millie and his team, Zach, all of y'all. That's really what's up. That they're moving and shaking, yeah, and yeah. um, they are taking the Mini Hip Hop Museum out there. So, I would have been. I was actually trying to go out there, but my. My my one cousin left there that I would have stayed with, and my mm-hmm. other cousin I haven't um hit him up. It was like kind of last minute, but I was gonna try to take advantage of like just the events that was in the area, like just go down there and like because it's only like two hours, three hours away. Mm-hmm. I was gonna drive down there and just see what was popping. Like let's go to one of the let's go to one of them forty dollar, fifty dollar parties and get lit. You know what I'm saying? Right, but, right, right. You know what I'm saying? It was last minute. I didn't want to bother them. But anyway, um, so yeah, Coachella. Uh, one of the very popular uh, festivals where cultural appropriation is serious. Where you see all those random uh, white women walking feathered headbands, with feathered headbands. Kylie Jenner doing what self-made millionaire white women do. <laughs> um, so pretty much, let me try to find it. According to TMZ, uh, it says a website where users. It says Herp Alert, a website where users can send. Uh, not safe for work images for clinical evaluation, and which I've never heard of. What? I guess you would. I guess why would I? You know, it's called Herp Alert, a website where users can send not safe for work images for clinical evaluation and receive oh, wow. prescription treatment for the incurable STD in just a couple of hours. Wow, that is wild. And as a business person, that is the dopest thing to ever have to target a millennial online because people don't go to the doctor. Niggas don't even go to the fucking dentist. 
But that's another thing. Yeah, don't even get me started because I feel really good since I've come from the dentist today and I go every six months. Yeah, and I feel any cavities? And I have only had one cavity in my entire entire thirty three years of living. Good for you. And and the jury's still out on that because I feel like the bitch lied. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so incurable. And let me just say, my mom had good uh, benefits, so I got the white fillings. I didn't have the the little like black one. I I don't know. Is it weird that I, when I was younger, I told my mother I wanted the silver one? I thought they was cool too. And then my mother was like, "That's tacky as hell with your stupid ass." Yeah, I got my whole time. Whole time you rotten as fuck. Because you don't drink no water. People know that you ain't drinking water. Look at you. Drink some damn water. In the circle. Damn. Look at the Lord. Now, Yo, go so ahead. I'm me, sorry, Dolo. Let me bring it up real quick. So, all right. So, STD in just a couple of hours tells the um, tells the Post they saw an influx case in Indio, in Indio, California during the last month. Normally, the site doles out some 12 diagnoses per day, but between Shit. April 12th and April 21st, spanning the two weekends of Coachella, they counted up to 250 herpes cases per day. That's about 1,105 total infections in the town surrounding the festival grounds, um, which is in Indio, um, Indio, Palm Desert, and Coachella Valley. I think what it is is people are, people are taking drugs, and you know... I guess certain drugs and are just fucking uh, yeah other. yeah like I think that that's what it, it's like a real live Woodstock. I really would like to know what kind of herpes. Well, we know herpes simplex one is like the cold sore. Yeah, but I just want to like you know because you know how simplex TMZ two is the Valtrex. Bitch be riding a bike yeah. into the sunset like everything's safe. Well, I guess if they sending pictures to a. It's it's her her on your burp burp on your on your vagina. Yeah, and a lot of people got this thing for oral sex, as if that can't transmit anything. If people in 2019 still think you good, I just get my dick sucked. It's all good by trannies. Whoa, yeah. Who? Who? What are you doing? Hey, somebody's out here like, oh, she caught me. I can't stand you. Hey, we don't need that. I don't know who you talking about. I don't go on record. I I caught you. But that shit is wild, yeah. I know you got the account on the site, though, but we're going to leave you alone, though. I'm going to leave you alone. <laughs> Yo, the, yeah, it's a lot of people out here that just be wanting, like, nah, she's on my dick, though, so it's all good. Yeah, that's wild. Nah. I used to, nah, I'm going to get into that. Um, I'm about to yeah. go into my safe space and tell yeah, you something yeah, yeah. I want to share with all these people. Anyway, um, what else do I have? Oh, um, uh, real quick, uh, so it's something that we already know. They saying by 2030, 2035, um, our benefits, our Social Security benefits are going to run out. Duh. So we not getting it right now, but our grandparents, anybody that is of retirement age or that are, that is retired, I should say, um, they're drying up. And they saying, so if you get retired, if you become retired around 2030, like there's a chance that. You won't receive those funds, so you may be, as Suki said, off air, one of the motherfuckers uh, highlighting them, highlighting them receipts and saying have a good day or welcome. I can never say it right, Um, which is really sucky. I hope they fix it. I I don't really have much information on it. I'm not gonna say I'm this big person on all this shit, but it sucks because it's a lot of money that comes out of my social security, and if you're taking it, I should be I should be able to get something from it. it hopefully it'll change. Uh, it may not, but just just have a savings, y'all. Like start looking into four one k. I know y'all don't like that money out, you know, coming out of your check, but that broke mentality is not putting money away to save for yourself. So know that. Yeah. Um, 
Suki, I'm about to put you on the spot. Do you have any information on one of the 2020 candidates that uh, want to give a thousand dollars to um, each I person? I actually do. Let me pull it Could up. you read us a little bit of information? I know y'all niggas sure. been seeing it. Um, hey, have you? I mean, people have been. It, it's been a lot. I've been seeing him a lot on online. I've been like trying to research him because I like his his methods behind it. While I'm pulling this up, have y'all ever seen something extremely disturbing online? Like all the time. It's the and internet. it's just like what the entire fuck? I just had that moment. Sidebar to the herpes. Um, the man from Frederick, Maryland, giving out HIV to women. Oh. Knowingly. So Frederick, Frederick, Maryland is about what twenty? No, it's like forty-five minutes outside of Baltimore. Is it? Yeah, and it's like yeah. forty-five minutes. It's it's what is that east? No, wait, no, is it north? I think that's west. It's going out west. It's yeah. west, west of Baltimore, west of DC. Um, I've passed Frederick when I go to um Buffalo when I drive up when I used to, and uh, I always said it reminded me of South Buffalo. It's very uh. Like white, very men. caucus mountain, very wrong turnish. Well, no white men want to holler at the black woman, and black women holler at the white men, and the black men want to holler at the white women. It's yeah, like, and they all look like honey boo boo. So, um, <laughs> entrepreneur Andrew Yang has the big goal for a relatively unknown business person to reach the White House, and he is aiming to get there by selling America on the idea that all citizens. Ages 18 to 64 should get a check up for $1,000 every month, no strings attached from the U.S. government. Yang is 43 years old. He was born in upstate New York in 1975. Shout out to upstate. Right. Hey, hey. But y'all don't get a hot 97, though, but whatever. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Um, he will be running as a Democrat, according to his campaign state. People who, um, you know, they think that he's being a, a generic Democrat. Wanting to help everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, he calls it the UBI payment, which is the universal basic income payment, mm-hmm. um, is one of his policies. The most direct and concrete way for the government to improve your life is to send you a check for $1,000 every month and let you spend it in whatever manner um, will benefit the most. The government has plenty of resources. They're just not um, being distributed to enough people right now, which I think is probably I totally accurate. Agree. Yeah. Um, he is the, also the founder of a fellowship program called Venture for America, and he's the author of the book called The War on Normal People, The Truth About America's Disappearing Jobs and Why Universal Basic Income is Our Future. He believes a cash handout will improve the mental well-being of it Americans will. and encourage entrepreneurship. I truly believe that. Because if you have some capital, you can maybe get a down payment on a home. You can become a you know, a, a landlord of some sort, you can invest in your business, um, donate to your Kickstarter and get your shit popping. Mm-hmm. Um, it is impossible to overstate the positive impact of a thousand dollars a month on households around the country. It would take people from a um, constant mindset of, um, you know, scrambling to a mindset of assured survival and possibility. It would transform our society in positive ways by taking the boot off of people's throats. Mm. That's what, um, Andrew Yang stated. I totally agree. He also stated that I've worked with hundreds of entrepreneurs and most have an incredible mindset of abundance and possibility. A UBI would be a, um, would be the great catalyst for arts, entrepreneurship and creativity that we have ever seen. Um, yeah. So I think, I think that's a dope idea. Um, I like his ideology um, behind it. Um, will it work? I don't know um, right. because people, 
um, before we get money, like you can give money to two people and with two different ideas of how to use it. One person will bring back more money. One person will just spend it and wait for more. So mm-hmm. it really is instilled in the person and financial well-being. Maybe in the next few, I think it would work if that's something that was put into place, like in the Constitution for like the next 50 years. And it's something that will be learned and people will just learn how to use it. Right. But giving it to every individual, I'm sure there will have to be a thousand stipulations in order to get it, which well, would be cool. I would be I'm sure. Right. Some people are probably going to ask, like, how would we fund this type of initiative? Mm-hmm. So he's saying that the payment would be funded by a new tax on the companies that are benefiting from um automation so automation what type um like factory with less workers it just more. says that the tax he explains would be a value added of 10 percent on goods and services that a company produces that's what i said i mean there's a video link that we can click on but i don't you know i don't want but i think you guys should read it and check it out um and they believe because the economy is so vast that this would generate between 700 and 800 billion in revenue Oh, so um, maybe I think automation, um, I could be wrong, but just thinking of the word automation, probably more fact companies that more robotic, maybe I could be totally yeah. wrong. Um, I would, I would less, assume less that workers, more, more, um, uh, I robots, maybe, <laughs> maybe could be totally wrong. So don't come at us if we are totally wrong, but, um, I agree with him. Um, it could possibly work. Um, uh, he did say something. Referencing wanting to get rid of the penny, which I believe we should have been doing a long time ago. It's we're actually losing money to keep the penny. Mm. Uh, Canada got rid of the penny some time ago, and now they round up or down. So most of the time, it, it well all the time when you go to Canada, if something comes up to a weird number, it's going to be forty-five, fifty, or sixty. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be uh, in increments of five, ten, or five. Increments of five. Right. I'll say that. Um, it works. It works. And you will save money right there. Just think about all the money that it takes to make pennies, even though the penny and they say that the, the penny is worth less than what it is. That money in tandem of what it costs to make still costs money. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I like what he, where he's going with it. I think he's going to target a lot of millennials. Um, I don't know if he's going to actually win, probably won't, but he's on to something. Mm-hmm. Um, to piggyback, and maybe off the it, next person could take that. It's not gonna happen though. You never know. It's not. Um, you never know. Uh, and to speak on that, just to talk about it, I don't know if anybody, our entrepreneur people in there, oh, that's listening to us. If you made it this far into this show, and we are an hour and fifteen minutes in, <laughs> um, there, uh, my business partner told me about. It. I haven't watched it yet, but I heard it was amazing. Uh, PBS rolled out uh earlier this week, uh, a it's called Boss, the Black Experience. Yeah. And it's now it's now streaming full stream right now on PBS.org uh slash shows slash boss black experience, whatever. You can Google it or just go to PBS.org and you can find it. It's streaming um, for no for cost. Free. Okay. For free. It's PBS. Dope, dope, dope. But you can watch only a certain time until then they're gonna sell it. So get it now while it's hot. But what it is 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 the history of business and entrepreneurship that lies at the heart of the American story, but often at well no, I'm gonna read what it says. Um, exactly. The history of business and entrepreneurship lies at the heart of the American story, but often absent are the names and experiences of African-Americans who, from the country's earliest days, have embodied the qualities of innovation, risk-taking, and um, determination to forge a path towards a better life, which is at the heart of the American entrepreneurship spirit. Um, So it goes from, like, 
I think they go all the way to maybe the 1800s, oh, wow. all the way up to now. Wow. Um, it's four hours long. It's very long, but it's all black excellence. If you sat your ass for Avengers, you better it, sit your ass that, for that. That's where I'm and at that's with exactly it. Exactly what I'm gonna say, yo. If you if you sat if you paid money, got up, washed your ass, or didn't, but you got up and you Yikes. went and bought some popcorn, Herpes. or you went to the Seven Eleven. Just because you don't wash your ass, I mean, you have herpes, Suki. Let's let's be clear. For me, it uh, does. Okay, so um, you did all that to to go to watch the Avengers, the final whatever Endgame. Watch this if you're black and you're definitely into any. If you consider yourself any type of social influencer, um, any type of entrepreneur, you what is that? sell any type social of product. You have a Cash Me app, and it's not just for your baby fathers. Like legit, yeah, niggas broke. Send me money. Look, check it out, y'all. Um, I'm gonna watch it this weekend. Uh, my business partner told me about. I'm gonna him. watch it on the plane. It's four hours. I don't think you have a four-hour flight, but yeah. no, I'm saying like while we're waiting to board oh, right, and right, all right. that stuff like that. Yeah, but check it out, man. I, I heard it was. I heard good things about it. Nothing but good things about it. And I did some reading up on it, and um, I think it'll put some fire under your your ass if you are an entrepreneur, and especially if you are at a point right now where you feel as though like it ain't working. Um, right. We all need this. I've definitely been there before. Um, when you need some more fire, so. You know, that was just a piggyback off of what you were talking about, Suki. Um, if you want to make some money, I got another opportunity for you. Who, me? Anybody. What? Ain't so, nobody trying. Well, go ahead. A multimillionaire has put out a call for a game maker to organize a battle royale inspired event on a private island. Um, basically like Hunger Games, like a real live Hunger Games. Shut the fuck up. Dead ass. So um, that. HushHush.com, which is a luxury product marketplace, dubbed. No, um, yeah, I, but I already said that that this sounds like this wouldn't even be. They gonna have a whole bunch of black people. It's dubbed the Amazon for millionaires. Is um so again, let me just reiterate that HushHush.com is the luxury product marketplace, which is dubbed the Amazon for millionaires. It's helping the millionaire um, recruit an organizer after the individual in question asked about purchasing a private island for the championship in February. According to the website, the prospective buyer's ambition is to create a last person standing championship with a $131,000 jackpot for the winner. Um, They're saying that it won't be an actual fight to the death like in Hunger Games. Contestants will be equipped with airsoft guns, um, to shoot their opponents, and we be dressed in touch-sensitive body armor so that they know for when they've now, been nigga. dispatched for, for for the play. Yo, I'm on his website right now. Yo. Yeah, so the event is planned to last three days, and the players competing for 12 hours each day and camping during the night. The game maker will need to ensure that Why all players right ha- all players have sufficient ammunition and provisions for the contest and that everyone competes in a safe manner. HushHush.com says that external paramedics, doctors, and health and safety experts will be on hand in case they are needed. Prospective game makers should have experience in large-scale event planning and set design. The successful applicant will travel the island to assess the landscape and will earn around $59,000 over a six-week period. The website does not detail where the island is located. Niggas is bored. Yo, I'm on a website right now. And wow, 
Yeah, it's you like the millionaire. Yeah, it's like the millionaire um, a Boeing Amazon. business jet. Yeah, check out hushhush.com, guys. $647,425 at the cart. Yeah, bitch, I want it right now. Right. Yo, Suki, let me get your car real quick. Nah. Maybe our Kickstarter can fund it. Right. battle royale games have become incredibly popular over the last two years and our customer is a huge fan who wants to make the game a reality in the safest way possible which I don't know that that could be Um, if the championship is a success this year it's something that he wants to make an annual event moving forward which is very exciting if you're a fan of last person standing movies and games it'll be a great opportunity to have a once in a lifetime experience and earn a significant amount of money however to get there our concierge team needs some help to make that a reality. The first thing we need is a talented game maker to help us make the event make the event as realistic as possible. I mean, I so if you think that no. you could be that game maker, you could fill out the application on the insider.com and all you need to do is Google um, multimillionaire offering to pay someone $60,000 to plan Suki. a hundred person battle. Yo, You've I, never been on hushhush.com? Yo, I've never heard of this, but yeah. I found my new infatuation. Yeah. This shit is like... That's like rich people shit. Yo, they selling... Yo, Everything. I'm liter- my, my shopping cart right now has a Boeing jet in it. And here's the thing. Just in case you want to buy something, shipping is free over $130. So you guys are good. <laughs> so I can get this shit. This shit is going to ship from Turkey to me. I'm looking at a... Um, like how do you ship that? Fly it. <laughs> Somebody gets in. Do you and fly put it. miles so on it? I have a few miles on it. Yeah, but I mean, who cares? Right. right. You know what I'm saying? You got. I got millions. a Boeing jet. Fuck you. Right. Um, looking at a Pumpkin Key private island in Florida Keys at Ocean Reef. That's gorgeous. Mm. I think I'll add that. That's only ninety-five million dollars, and it's gorgeous. A little bit too many trees, but I like the front part of it. <laughs> it's right off of Florida. That is all these pictures. Fuck buying a house. I'm buying an island. Wow. Yo, y'all got to go to hushhush.com. Yo, I, I know where we were going with this, but this shit. It's I, crazy, right? Yo. Yeah. I even look at the cars yet. I'm not, I'm looking at home decor right now. Yo, nigga. Crazy. Okay. Let me get off of this. What is lifestyle? What the? F- oh, look at that diamond. <laughs> they got a Rubik's Cube for $2.5 million. It's, it's diamond studded. The Masterpiece Cube Rubik's Cube. Wow. South American Andes. A million air bottle of oxygen. <laughs> it's probably to go underground with. Nigga, they got a Hover Sorb Scorpion 3 Hover Bike. What the? F- okay. You know, this is crazy, right? Jet skis are, aren't that much money, though. That's pretty cool. All right. All right. It's a little bit more cheaper stuff here. All right, eight thousand dollars pool table for eight. Th- All right, I'm sorry. No, you're I got good. A you're good. Up. I'm like, I'm, th- definitely I'm definitely check out hushhush.com. This, this is not an ad. No, that we're not paid to tell you this. Um, but definitely um check them out and you know see what's up. Um, because there's a lot that can be, you know. Anything else you got? Um, the only other thing is for people traveling. Funny story: A woman wears nine extra pounds of clothing to <laughs> avoid eight. <laughs> um eighty-five dollar airline fee. That's what's up. So, um, this young lady um was very crafty, maybe a bit extreme, and um she wanted to get out of paying the extra fee to carry her luggage. And if mm-hmm. any of you have traveled, especially if you bitches love getting flued out, and you discover the nigga booked a spirit shout flight, out to, shout out to city girl. Woo! You should have brought your backpack with your laptop okay, and, a, no, and some panties. Right. 
Um, so I guess he called this pussy ticket and put you on a spirit flight. Yo, and um, that's crazy. That's like the opposite. There was a girl. This was some years ago where a woman literally walked into the airport with a bikini on, so she wouldn't get searched. She had the least amount of clothes on she could ha- possibly have on in a public area. Hey, so she wouldn't have to get searched, and that's crazy. I mean, hey, whatever. So this woman, um, I would melt in a movie in in a theater. I mean, not theater. I would melt and like literally, I can <laughs> I cannot have anything when I'm walking through the TSA. Like I'd be sweating. People would ask me. My thing I is, okay? what's the difference of having the eight or nine pounds on you versus in your suitcase? Because it. Well, no, she. Oh. What's the difference? Because it's still going on the plane. Because if you're a bigger person, it don't matter. Uh. They kind of equate that, I guess. But it's the undertow. They can't. They can. They can. I guess they have a max per seat. What kind of size a person would be able to fit in the seat? Right. Versus, you know, how much? You know, they can't really. They know. They know an actual max of how much can be in the understow or what undercarriage, whatever it's called. Right. So that's where it is. Last and final thing to you fine ass niggas with y'all beards. Looks like it's trouble in paradise for you. What happened? Men with beards have more germs than dogs. That's men that don't clean. So beards. it looks like men with beards are going to be dog with the charges of bad hygiene. That's because a new study suggests that bearded guys actually have more germs than Why, a dog's though? fur. I'm so um, they were they wanted to evaluate. I mean, they wanted to determine whether evaluating humans and dogs in the same MRI scanner would be hygienic. Mm-hmm. So they did so by comparing the bacterial load in um, colony forming units of human pathogenic microorganisms in specimens taken from 18 bearded men and 30 fur- uh, furry dogs. I'm dead. The researchers also compared the extent of bacterial contamination of an MRI scanner used by both dogs and humans with two other MRI scanners used exclusively by humans. Mm. It turns out that bearded bros showed high um, high uh, bacterial counts compared with only 23 out of 30 dogs. In fact, seven of the men had so much beard bacteria that they were at risk of getting sick. Oh, um, the jointly used scanner also had significantly lower bacteria counts than the scanners used only by humans. On the basis of these findings, dogs can be considered as clean compared with bearded men. Um, this study was done in February, but of course, as of late, it went viral. Um, and they pretty much said, you know, that it's possible to find all sorts of unpleasant things if you took swabs of them from people's hair and hands and tested them. I don't believe that beards in themselves are unhygienic. So, um, well, I can say this, that also they, they say that dogs mouths are cleaner than humans. I mean, so y'all they, you're eating ass and shit. so, you know, there's that. I think that, um, y'all a lot of butt. men aren't washing their beards and taking care. A lot of people don't wash, don't wash their hair along their beard. So, I can see why they say that. We touch our face. Um, yeah, men a lot. touch our faces here. A lot. Um, and they don't probably do the proper things to take care of their beards. They just kind of just kind of get up and go. You eat, food falls in it. You kind of just dust it off. You drink, then you kind of dust it off. You don't wash. You don't have a lot of people don't probably have a regimen and treat their pubic hair on their face like they would treat the hair on top of their head. Mm. Um, so I can see that, but not all bearded men have dirty beards and bacteria that's just right i'm just gonna say as a woman who is um a big 
admirer of the beards. Mm-hmm. Um, I love men, you know what I'm saying? I love black men, and I really love men that take care of themselves. I just want to put it out there as a PSA. As much uh, pressure you put on women to be a certain size or to have a certain look or a certain type of hair dress and all of this stuff. Dress a certain type of way. Dr- yeah, dress a certain type of way. I think that, you know, women need to be demanding the same from y'all fuck niggas too mm-hmm. because I'm tired of y'all pulling up with no effort. Like, why don't you try? You know what I mean? Like you can't always get away with, with a fresh pair sweat, of kicks and, and gray sweatpants. I mean, like come, like come <laughs> on. And then you got the nerve to tell me I ain't doing it for you no more. Well, shit, you ain't doing it for me neither. Yeah. You know I what I'm saying? Know, like, like put some conditioner in your beard. Take your fingers. You can finger comb it. There's lots of YouTube tutorials on how to get that shit together. Um, comb through your beard. If you're eating pussy and ass, like, bro. It gets a little, sometimes you go when you're doing a walk of shame out of a bitch's house in the morning. I know you like, you smell the remnants of that demonic vagina you had in your mouth last night. While you mash up with your mouth. Yo, you stupid. I hope you had your shoes off while you was doing it. Because some of y'all still be keeping your pants to your ankles. Trying to get it in. Hey, woman, never trust a guy that has sex with you. He keep his pants and his, and his on. shoes on. And it's just down to the ankles. Like what? He ain't for you, sis. What type of what type <laughs> of fucking? But yeah, I know there's remnants because even if you have like a little mustache or whatever, you know, I'm sure the ladies with the mustache can agree. If you've been down by the gooch, you know, you go to get that little hot pot the next day, and you like, is that a beef brisket? I smelt you on me. Right. Ooh. <laughs> what do you have like the Vassal Raven flashbacks? Like. Okay. It's crazy. Right. So hey yo. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I don't think I got anything else. I don't uh, have anything. Oh, Black else China either. tried to go to. Uh, oh fuck, lying asshole. She tried to. She said she was going to Harvard. I'll touch on that real quick. She was trying to go to Harvard. Well, she said she was going to Harvard. Well, it turns out, um, yeah. according to TMZ, that um, Black China had interest in attain, um, attending Harvard Business School online course. Um, it was hatched by a PR firm actually that offered to do all the work and even take a pic of her wearing a Harvard hoodie for a price. Uh, TMZ broke the story. Says China was has been accepted to take Harvard Online course called Business Analytics, teaching students how to interpret data and make savvy business decisions. Um, we found out. Uh, they said that we found out um, China got wind of the course through an email sent to her by a team by Christian Emiliano, um, who refers to herself as social media renaissance or refers to himself as a social media renaissance man. Wow. Um, a Christian email pitch for thirty two fifty. $3,200. Um, our team will complete all um, the course coursework for you. All you have to do is take one test and parentheses that will provide all your study. We will provide the study guide um, and then take the credit for the program. Once completed, China could add the Harvard education to her resume and improve the brand. So this came from a PR, a PR <laughs> firm. Like, this shit is so sickening. Again, I'll be saying this to all of y'all. I, it makes me so mad to deal with people that wake up and literally I'm, I'm a person that's not for a person that wants to be like what I do mm-hmm. and wants to do it. And just by waking up and say they do it. So it's just disgusting to see a person that quote unquote is supposedly like something that I do. I don't do PR, but I'm a marketing person and to try to bring a person on or try to, it's just, it's just the integrity and the morals is just sickening to me. And I don't like people um, diminishing 
uh, people that actually have a trade, that actually sat down and worked their ass off, that had to take sacrifices, that had to spend money that they didn't have, that, you know, left their families and did whatever they had to do to work mm-hmm. hard to get to the point they are. And then you got person that, because of her brand, literally, and her brand is she's known for dating a rapper and being a stripper. Nothing mm-hmm. wrong with strippers. You do you, do you boo. You know what I'm saying? But stay in your lane. You can't True change. Shit. You can't change. You can. True but shit. Do it, do it, do it in a cool way. Like do it like how we all had to do it. You had to work hard to get that money, whether it was more than I had to work to get my money. But you had to work hard, do the same fucking thing when it comes to getting that using your brain in a, in a, in a different way. Um, but yeah, there's that. I don't I don't want to get too much into it. But um, I, that's all I have. Yeah, I had something else. You don't um, have nothing else. So someone let it go. no. Let someone, it go. Let it go. Someone sent us an advice question. Really? Yeah. You lying? Dead ass. Why you ain't tell me? Um, they DM'd you. They DM. Of course me. they DM'd you. Um. So it says, how do you deal with a workplace bully? You fuck them up. Is it no? Much. Is there anything else? That's it. Okay. So there's certain ways that I would think that you deal with them. Um. It depends on. I'll just throw a couple of vague scenarios out there. Um, if the if it's a gender situation, there's certain there's certain ways that you can handle it. Um, CCing them in emails if it's a superior, um, which I hate using that term, but that that means something in the corporate world. If it's a person that's above your pay grade and they're use, utilizing their power to uh, kind of be kind of sending to you to patronize you to make you do things that you shouldn't do, um, I recommend reading a book called Essentialism. Mm-hmm. Um, that shows you how to say no. It shows you to. It shows you how to protect your job or just protect your life and what values, what is really worth working towards, um, and how to be a better person. Mm-hmm. Um, I, tr- you know, if they're a bully and it's just getting to the point where it's ridiculous, then you might need to talk to HR. But if it's something that you're starting to notice. Um, there's ways to handle it and protecting yourself. Yes. Corporate. I've dealt with it um, in my job uh, when I worked in corporate marketing, when I was digital, um, what, digital strategist at AAA or digital something. Yeah. When I was at AAA, um, that job, I was the only black man there. It was cool for a minute. I was, it was a fun, it was fun to have the black guy there. And, and then eventually got old and they started to find ways to mess with me. You know, mm-hmm. and I did all I could do. And I'm like, I'm one on one side of my shoulder. I'm like being a black man. I don't want them to look at me as the angry black man and on the right hand side. I'm the black man that needs to sh- put on for other black people. Let them know that we ain't dumb. We're not going to handle everything ignorant. We're not going to just pull up and smack you in the face, cuss you out or whatever. I ended up losing that job. Right. In any case. But, you know, um, and dealing with so it's only so much you can do. The best thing I think you could do in certain ways that, you know, if. You know, see what else is out there for yourself. If you feel as though that you can't escape it, I do always feel as though that it's nothing wrong in this situation to start seeing what else is out there for yourself. Even if you got to invest in finding a better resume and doing things, bullying is beyond what you think it is when it comes to the workplace. Unless, you know, again, we don't know too much on it. If it's sexual bullying, if it's just a person up here, there's so many different avenues. I can only go off if it's a superior and... You know, it's just it's just a whole bunch of random things going on. But, you know, that that you know, that's my little two cents. I mean, I will tell you that if you're a young professional right now, ageism is a real thing in yes, the workplace where is. these funky ass old hoes that you work with think that you want their stupid ass fucking job. 
You know what I'm saying? I know that um, nope. Nope. someone close to me. Nope. Yeah, I just nope. I just wanted to put I just saw that. No, I just saw that. that. I mean, I just I just saw that. But um, a lot of times somebody very close to me right now is going through a situation at her job where her coworkers are extremely threatened by her and have written up false allegations about her, have done all types of things. And it's just really crazy to me, you know, that people are so insecure in their space at work where work becomes their life in a sense Mm -hmm. that they feel like if somebody threatens that space, you know, they're going to try to get you out of there. Yeah. I've seen literally grown women bully a per. Oh shit. (laughs) 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 I've seen grown women bully people out of a job. Like, you know, make people so uncomfortable, so irritated that they want to leave, you know, that they don't want to, they don't want to be there anymore. Um, And I've had a couple instances in the workplace where I've gotten hired and I didn't know that they were getting rid of the person and I was the replacement Um, and the bitch keyed my car. Holy shit. Um, Because I guess she thought I was in on it. And I it was unbeknownst to me. Like, she I didn't. your car? I, yeah, she keep my car. So I never knew, like, any of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know what was going on. But eventually, as time went on, I'm over here doing my job. And I pretty much exposed her, in a sense, because she was committing a federal offense oh. um, by being a client's payee for social security. So if you um, are familiar with PRP programs, which is psychiatric rehabilitation programs, Mm. um, they're for children and adults. Um, You're required to see the client a certain amount of times a month and you Mm -hmm. bring them to on-site and off-site activities, um, helping them with social skills and any other assistance that they need. Um, One thing you cannot do that is unethical is become the client's payee for their SSI. Then on top of that, the clients were also renting property space from her as well. And the payment was going directly to her and you were collecting. Yes. So it kind of got exposed and I guess she was upset about it. Um, But the the place that I was working for, which I can't say, I mean, they're no longer in business anymore, which is they were doing a lot of foul shit. But, um, you know, pretty much I say that to say, like, when you start exposing people or you start to do a little bit better than the next, I want to specifically make this announcement for black women in the workplace. We need to treat each other better because this isn't a competition. Stop thinking that everybody wants your job. When you see a young person, a young woman coming in, just remember how you were when you were a young woman, fresh out of school, you know, scared, coming from a fish pond or a fish bowl to an aquarium of nasty blood sucking hoes that are just miserable as fuck i remember one job specifically when i worked um and again i won't say where it was but i worked at a job where i was amongst the most miserable group of women like they made me sad like looking at them i'm like y'all are fucking ugly right. y'all are annoying you know y'all eat y'all all y'all thinking about at nine o'clock is what the fuck y'all gonna order all damn day you know what i'm saying y'all right. don't do no damn work y'all talk shit about everybody you know and there was also favoritism where like it was so bad like i couldn't have gone to hr or anybody because they were all in cahoots with each other damn so it was like it was that bad I, oh, um oh. So I had to just basically throw my hands up and say, I'm out. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it, it was a lot of like, there were friends working with each other, really close friends. It, it, it was it was a really unprofessional environment in hindsight, like looking at it. Um, and a lot of things that like I got in trouble for mm-hmm. were really petty. 
You know what I mean? And I felt like it just made me not motivated to do my work. So maybe when I left that job, they felt like I kind of said, fuck them. And I didn't do anything like right. when I left because I didn't give a fuck right. at that point. They made it a truly miserable fucking work environment. Right. And then on top of that, to see my white coworker who was able to be a tyrant all day and cuss at people and carry on. And then they brought her back. Like after she cussed out one of the directors, mm-hmm. um, they said they said she was had anxiety and she was overwhelmed. But when I went to the ATM machine, I was told that I abandoned my job, right. which was literally right next door to the building. The same person that wrote me up for this disappeared and went to get Smokey Robinson tickets for her mother. And we didn't see her for a little bit. So is that job abandonment or... You know, so I'm saying that to say to the person that uh, wrote this, sometimes you have to just bow out gracefully and find a new work environment. Um, work it's is a place that, yeah, work is a place that we spend majority of the time in a day. Majority. Um, so you, you have to be majority. happy. Um, and I think, again, black people put a lot of emphasis on their accolades. Y'all want to be somebody's supervisor, but you don't even know how to lead yourself. So true, it's true, okay true. to be an Indian and not a chief and just mosey along. That doesn't mean that you're lazy. That doesn't mean anything. We need our nine to five people just like we need our entrepreneurs. Yeah, we're not, so, yeah, don't, not, not, not speaking to the person that wrote yeah. this because I don't know who it was. But what I'm saying is, it, the not all of us are gonna be P Diddy. Yeah. Not all of us are gonna be millionaires. Some of us are gonna be worker bees, Some, and that's forever. okay. And that's okay. That and is we, okay. I think, you know, and social media really, you know, has a distorted like distorts perspective us and it, and on it. Makes that. us feel like we failed if we don't have this boss bitch, boss shit. bitch, boss diva life, this boss man life. You know, doing your thing, entrepreneur. Like, it's okay. And like Kendrick Lamar's album said, a real boss is is taking care of your motherfucking family, okay? Like, handle handle your shit. Worry about bossing, being a boss of your family first. Take care of yourself. Trying to be the boss of a fucking company. Yeah, if if your bills are paid, right. If your bills are paid, your rent is paid, ain't nobody putting you out, taking your car, doing anything crazy, it's okay to be a regular person and go to work. But no matter where you are and you lay your head for this amount of hours in a week, please make sure that it's a healthy environment. I took a $30,000 pay cut to be in, I don't know that it's a better work environment, but where I came from Mm -hmm. to where I am now is a way better work environment where um, it's still not at a hundred percent, but I can more so focus my stress into, I, I channel that into my kids and right. doing good things for them. So it's like, if you can manage through it, try to channel your stress elsewhere. And also remember that a job is do your eight and skate or however many hours you have to work and get out. That's how I used to function. Um, and when you're young, it's really hard to do that because when you're in college or certification programs and things like that, you're learning everything by the book. And you feel like work is supposed to operate a certain kind of way. And when you get out in the real world and discover that it doesn't, you know, that work is like grown up high school. Right. It's like it's it's hurtful. One of the most hurtful things and I'm going to end this like here. One of the most hurtful things I witnessed at a job was a coworker of mine experienced the loss of a baby. Um, I don't think that it was really public too much, but enough people knew. Mm-hmm. Um, they threw a Mother's Day brunch, like a lunch in mm-hmm. at the job and didn't invite her. Oh, shit. Like... But she didn't know it. But they didn't know, though. She was a... No, that group of people knew. 
that's 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 not cool. So that's what I'm saying. Like the shit that I started seeing, like with the women, and because this girl was a little bit different, she wasn't maybe as like accepted among them, like as you know we would think she would be, because she was a really cool person. I think so. She was just different. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and I I think that it was like I saw a grown up mean girl shit. And I didn't like that. Yeah. And what was so interesting is that when I left the job, they were talking shit about Desiree and myself because mm-hmm. we worked there together. Um, and I guess if you listen to the show and we work together, you probably know what the fuck I'm talking about. But they, we were coined as the mean girls at work, huh. which was interesting to me but it was probably by the people who did that shit. Y'all probably just mean to them because they were... the. I ain't fuck with that. Yeah, I thought that that was, was really, I thought that was really corny. Yeah, yeah. It was and, trash. and, and for me to look at grown women, you know what I'm saying? And like y'all what? are older than me doing shit like that. I was just like, yeah, that's real lame. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's corny to me and the fake, nice, nasty shit. I'm, I guess what I'm saying, you're going to experience this wherever you go. You just got to figure out how to navigate it. Stop letting people run your shit. Um, and understand it's work. If you have real friends, you got a man or a woman, whoever you fucking with outside of work, you got family, you got life. Remember, there's life outside of work. Don't make that shit your priority. Do your eight and skate. Get the fuck up out of there. And you could always ask the bitch to come the fuck outside, you know, if, if you're really ready to throw it up, like, and, and be like, understand, though, you're probably going to get fired or, you know, whatever. But I've been there where I told the bitch, look, we can go the fuck outside, like, and it was a corporate job. I don't give a fuck because you popping mad shit. You know mm. what I'm saying? I have a bitch that I ain't worked with this bitch in three years. She's still talking shit about me. All right. So, I mean, I'm saying, like, it's going to be wherever you go at, baby girl. Like, I hope that things work out for you. Um, and consider a new job. The best time to look for a job is when you don't need one. So, you know, go ahead, do some research and explore your options, especially if you're young. You got a lot of opportunity to keep it moving. Like and do something else. That ain't your last stop. Definitely. Always remember that. Even if you're 40, it ain't your last stop. Sometimes you can start somewhere new. Transfer your um, IRA, your 401k, whatever, and go move right along and go to the next space. Mm -hmm. Just make sure you have um, what my mama says, put all your ducks in a row before you roll out. Yep. And um, shout outs to, uh, (laughs) I know Dolo said I can't do it, but. Y'all, they about to make a, a documentary Yo. on the impact of surviving R. Kelly. I just had to put that out there. I'm going to leave that there. I, I, I'm going to let y'all go Thank you. do the research on that. Because we, we're not opening Pandora's box again. Right. Um, okay, so. That premieres on Saturday, May 4th. Okay, so. <laughs> in this, this very long episode, um, <laughs> we've learned a lot. Suki, what have you learned from this episode? Um. Damn, in 2019, workplace bullying is real as fuck still. Mm-hmm. And I'm sending my love out to this person that, you know, I hope that things get better because um, I understand. I've Shout been there. Out to them. I've been there. And so I totally, but I, I, I can't imagine what you're going through because it might be different, but I, I get it. I get it. And my heart goes out to you, and I hope that you find something better. Um, also, I learned um, y'all got to chill out with the loving on each other at the festivals. You know, yeah, you so much. Chill job. out, oh, chill shit. out, <laughs> slow down. Use some protection. Like, what? Why are we still like knowing all the things that you could get right now? You know all what I'm things. saying? And and have honest conversations with with the people y'all laying down with. If y'all not gonna use protection, like, then I think you need to be asking them. Like, you have every right to ask them how you moving and what you doing. I think so. Yeah, that is you true. You know, 
and and if a, if a woman or a man immediately becomes like that's none of your damn business, you might not need to be laying down with that person no more. But um, if you wouldn't make her a mother, I don't think you should be hitting her with nothing on. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of y'all baby baby mothers is yikes. But shout outs to the good ones, because every man ain't blessed like that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of y'all got a little hood booger pregnant, and you over here talking about your baby, no, fucking on this scamming ass, rich ass nigga. But when you ask her to spell her name, she be like, S. What I've learned from this episode is pretty much white people even cried in entitlement. Oh, shit. So, there's that. And they also making, they trying to buy islands to kill y'all motherfuckers. Hell yeah, real shit. <laughs> so, stay woke with that shit, because that shit is getting real. Somebody going to do it, though, because they need the money. Well, if you've listened to this, all uh, this Come on. close to two Come hours on, let's episode. manifest some positivity. Um, no, I was just saying, they please be sure to donate to our Kickstarter. You can yes. find it on kickstarter.com slash another black podcast. Um, which we have 24 days left to reach two grand. We are at like close to $400 right now. Thank you for everybody that has been donating. Yo, y'all, y'all the truth. Greatly appreciate it. We and love And some y'all. people who donated twice. Yeah, and the people that donated twice. Yeah. Uh, if you donated, we, we, we appreciate, appreciate you, it period. As it's equivalent to donating a thousand times, which if y'all did, it would be a lot of money. But <laughs> we appreciate y'all truly, and we see it, we notice it. Even if we don't mention it all the time, we thank yeah. y'all. Truly do. Um, and also, we will be throwing this party May 4th, 2019. Yes. So next Saturday. 5, 4, 19, yeah, Saturday. 6 to 9. Pull it's up. Gonna be lit. I'm DJing. We having tacos and tequila. Tequila. Margaritas. Um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a good vibe. Remember, y'all can cash at us or me. Um, you just have to DM us, and I can give you the information. It's $10 before. Um, on the day of, it's going to be $15. Um, so just yep. let us know about that. With that being said, this oh, is... Oh, wait. Okay, what, Suki? No, really to plug cool. your skill right quick. You're DJing at the Mommies That Slay Brunch. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah so too. shout outs to Darius. Shout out to Darius, Mr. Underscore Dress and Dress. Mr. Dress and Rest. Dress and Rest. Yeah. I will be DJing Mommies and Mimosas. Not Mommies and Mimosas. Mommies yeah, That sorry. Slay Brunch. Sorry, I'm tired. Suki talked my ear off. I'm sorry, um, boo. I got to take a caffeine pill. That's just my fault. It ain't nobody's fault but myself. I got to take a um, caffeine pill in Cleveland. Don't do that. Shout it out again, please. Mommy's That Slay Brunch. Mommy's That Slay Brunch. It will be May 11th. Yes. Um, tickets are still available. Please DM another black podcast. DM Suki. DM myself. Yes. Um, we can get you the information to get the tickets. Um, Dolo be will dope. be on the I ones and twos. I will be on the one and twos. It's going to be ratchet. It's a day party. It's going to be lit, 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 lit. Trust me, I'm really good at this DJing thing. I, I wouldn't lie to y'all because he is. I, if I suck at something, I'll let you know. Like, and can y'all give him some space when he be doing his thing? Because y'all bitches come over and be asking for some weird ass shit. So, can y'all play Spice Girls? Like, no, bitch. <laughs> they don't go with the set right now. Sit down. Yo, sometimes so, just let the DJ do his thing. Yeah, y'all. I promise y'all. I, I can I can take it from there. So <laughs> you know, it's a reason why they paid me. So let, let's let's have a good time. Um, hopefully I'll see y'all at one of our events, one of these events that I'll be DJing at, or the Another Black Podcast event in the very very near future in the next two weeks actually um if yes. not we still you still will be listening to us and please be sure to donate always please 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 because we're trying to hit this guarantee it's gonna be a lot of dope things i'm in charge of it and so you're gonna be mad at me if i don't achieve these goals because i literally uh p diddy her into doing this podcast so yeah um this is this is now another y'all with that being said, this is a... Another Black Podcast. I am Dolo and... 
Suki. And um, yeah, this has been episode 24. Y'all stay dope, all right? <laughs>